Well, good evening. Welcome back to another quarantine cast. Did that? Is it just me? Did that twenty-eight second countdown seem to take like four minutes? Well, and also my thing dropped all the way to like zero out of ten for internet connection. I thought I was live and not seeing anyone. Yeah, that was I, I that was, was like panic-inducing. I don't know why I kept I kept hearing it and hearing it. Hold on, yeah. what's going on there? I think <clears> we're live. We're live now. We are live. I know that. I just I, do, I I was checking Facebook to see. Uh, welcome back. Uh, I'm Brian. That's Cody. That's Craig. Uh, together we are Brian, Cody, and Craig doing the uh, the quarantine cast. <laughs> there, that was an awkward introduction. But uh, everybody's here. It's been quite a week since mm -hmm. we were last together. First of all, uh, we may or may not have a new president. <laughs> Second of all, the virus is uh, ramping up and just going. Oh, you thought you had me licked? Screw you! I'm coming back double hard. So that's happening. But can we all agree on this? Can we reach across our virtual aisles and hold hands and say, this was the best week of weather in November ever. <laughs> Seven days of 70 sub degrees in November. Forget about it. I was, I, did, I was out of my mind. I did yard work all day, Sunday and Monday. I ended oh. up with 19. No, no, no. I ended up with like 25 lawn bags out front. Oh God. Uh, Cause I don't mulch all my leaves up, pick up like a real man. And, uh, <laughs> The second, and, and then uh, just before the the flash storm hit for two minutes mm -hmm. uh, out here, just before that happened, the truck came and picked up, but I was still bagging, so I still have like 15 in my garage. I got a lot of old growth trees in our neighborhood. There's a lot of leaves. But yeah, no, I was in shorts and a t-shirt the entire time. It's fantastic. Now, you don't have to worry about leaves, do you, Craig? No, I don't have you to worry about man. anything. I, I just had to enjoy the week. It was amazing. I did Steve, nothing. Did you go outside, Craig? I did. I went outside. I have a porch. I sat on my okay. porch sipping mm. my soda stream bottle mm. and uh, wow. being just an awesome human. Okay. <laughs> did you, you didn't wave at the children as they went by, did you? I did. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just like, hi. Nothing too creepy. Just okay, a little, that's good. You know? That's, yeah. that's very. I think everybody took me okay. Well, sure. If you're on your own porch and you have pants on, yeah. usually you're okay. Well, shorts. Yeah, well, yeah, I consider okay. shorts pants. Outdoor, outdoor. I'm always in a tropical frame of mind, so I consider <laughs> shorts pants. Are we worried at all, though? Because it wasn't just here. It was like the East Coast. Everywhere had amazing weather for a week. It was lovely. Are we concerned? Sure. All hell's going to break loose in a bunch. All right. Well, my brother, is in, uh, my brother is on Anna Maria Island right now, which is just outside Tampa and Sarasota. So the hurricane is oh, uh, a yeah. tropical storm. He's dealing with that. He lost power. Uh, a little while ago, he texted us. I, it's funny. Yesterday, I texted him and because it was his birthday. And at that point, the track of the hurricane had turned. And it was heading more toward Mississippi. Because, you know, I think God has a thing against Mississippi. <laughs> and then by this morning, it had turned back. And it was taking dead aim on his house. And he lives, when I say right on the water, uh, I may be exaggerating because you have to cross a two-lane road to get from his new house to the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's that's totally not right in the water. Yeah, he's got a lot. It's got to go yeah. a long way to get long track. To him. Uh, <laughs> wow. So he was this morning. I was like, "Hey, man, I hope you guys are okay." He goes, well, it's the wind is really going and the rain is really bad, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, we'll try. So to answer your question, yes, of course yeah. I'm worried, but I didn't okay. care. Right, I didn't worry while it was happening. Yeah, it was an incredible week. I'm with you though, Cody. I was uh, now my yard is not as big as yours, and I don't have as many old growth trees, mm. but. I was so angry because the other day I cleaned off my yard. Everything looked great. And I was going to just mow them up and mulch them with the lawnmower, but there were too many. So I filled up my bags, took them to the alley, 
And then within 25 minutes, there were leaves all over my yard again because my neighbors are not as conscientious as I am. So that's part of the, that's part of the suburban living that you got to get you, you got to get everybody on the same page because if they're not on the same page, all hell breaks loose. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, if I could give my neighbors. <clears throat> so my my street's kind of a downhill, and uh, I'm like three houses from the bottom. I don't know how much crap I could give my neighbors if they didn't do a great job because a uh, whole chunk of my fence just kind of blew off. What? Yeah, the wind blew it off. Like okay, the whole segment, <laughs> whole segment between two posts, just fence, just. Now my wife. Should we call me, Lou? Manf should we call Lou Manfredini? Uh, yeah, <laughs> get Mister Fix It on this. Uh, my wife told me that uh, apparently during the you know that remember that like other insane windstorm that we had this summer. Craig, I yeah. was on your show talking about it, and I talked sure. about how trash cans were knocked over, and you were very upset oh. because. You did. Oh my God! I hate I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. I told what Craig, happened? I was like, the wind the, is so the trash strong. can thing. I said the wind is so strong that there were trash cans blowing over in the street. That's the, stu that's the stupidest gauge of how bad a storm is if trash cans were moved. To me, that's like the dumbest thing to say. Is this relatively light product that's plastic and sitting outside was blown over? It's obviously a bad. Bad week. Well, what if it's what if it's the day before garbage day and that can is now full of trash? It was but it's, it's, and perhaps you have disposed of a body in there. It's you not a barometer. No, no weather guy. Al Roker's not gonna give us the amount of trash cans that have been blown over. That's not how we gauge this. Let me let me uh a, a soft correction, if I might. One Do of not. the first things in New Orleans, one of the first things they tell you when the storms are coming is secure your garbage cans. It's on oh. all the PSAs. It's on everything they send out from the city. Mm -hmm. Secure your garbage cans. The first oh. thing Molly did was take her garbage cans and put them in the <laughs> inside oh, the fence. Mm -hmm. And the, you know they have the big the big mm -hmm. rolling carts. Put them inside. It is a I. It's a listen. Maybe as a renter, uh, you know, I have a no trash can. Rent. I worry if my garbage cans yeah. go away. I have. I in the alley. So I don't worry about that. I'm not. I'm not scared that I'll lose a trash can. That's not valuable. Compared to any of the other things, houses damaged, trees down. These make sense to me as barometers for bad weather. Couldn't all those things happen if your garbage can was flying through the air like the Wicked Witch we, of the West? But then who would mention the trash can? If I went outside and everything was destroyed, what idiot would be like, and look at all the trash cans that have also been ruined here? No one would do that. If one landed in your living room, you sure would. Okay. And the only fair. exception. Al Roker is not saying that because in New York City, they just take... Uh, flaming hot bags of garbage <laughs> and throw them in front of their house. You know what? That's, that is true. There is no, no garbage cans in New, New York, York City. New York City. I, I think a, that's. Um, I think that's wrong. Flaming uh, trash heap. That's our, all that I know is from both of Molly's apartments, one in the Bronx and one on the Upper East Side. Mm -hmm. There was just trash piled on the streets. Well, yeah. there's a lot of people that live in that city. I don't know if mm -hmm. you guys and know. They don't have alleys. Yeah, and there's a lot of garbage. There's a lot of garbage, and there's a lot of human waste. If you had alleys in New York City, they would be the most disgusting places on all of Earth. I thank God we don't have more of those. Yeah, it would be every alley would be like if you went down in the sewer system, and there would be as much fluid and rats and everything else that was that was living down there, just littered with overturned trash cans. That's what it would be. Have you always felt this uh, this strongly about the trash can barometer? I just, I just don't ever get it. Yeah, I guess I have because every time I see someone, anyone mention it, I don't know why that's like fear one. 
is I don't know why I'd ever be afraid that my trash can would get loose compared to any of the other horrific things that weather can do to us as people. I'm not sure it's a fear. Cody, were you afraid of it or just a, it's an observation? Petrified. Oh my God, he the garbage can blew away. What I told him was at the time, <laughs> my neighbors were making me mad because some of them, so my neighbors, like the, our trash gets picked up Tuesday. The, the second Monday morning hits, like I wake up, let's say around 10 or 11, I wake up and half the neighbors have their garbage out. It's like the first thing they do in the morning. Now it's not getting picked up till tomorrow. There's no rush. Uh, and everyone knew this storm was coming. So my contention to Craig at the time was, why wouldn't you wait until this insane storm is over at like, I don't know, five or six at night, not that hard uh -huh. to then bring out your garbage so it's not strewn across the street. That's the point I was making. And it triggered Craig. <laughs> triggered him back. It sounds like it. It did. This, real is, bad. this is no longer it, a safe space for Craig. No. And I, I, I apologize for that. I didn't I need know, a few minutes. You know, <laughs> to take a breath. Do you need, do you need okay. us to take you off, off the stream so you can cry no, no. or whatever it is that you need to I'm do? I'm right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So maybe it, maybe that, maybe it's just the trash part of it. You don't want, I don't know. I'm I, good, I don't, I I'm don't good with people knowing I'm good with people. Well, that's like the other, to me, what, to me, a, a, a storm is bad. If it does things beyond move trash cans and it's not bad. If all it does is impact trash cans. No what about Cheryl Burton telling me the other night to bring in all my patio furniture? I think it that's going to get very windy. I think that's different. I think Why? patio furniture is a step above a trash can because a it's a patio plastic. Chair is much lighter. I don't know. It depends. Depends on the patio furniture. Wow. And the trash. I, we don't have. We recycle an insane amount of things. How much do you guys recycle compared to trash? I have, have two recycling bins. Two yeah. of the full sized rolling wow. dumpsters. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Betty just buys everything she possibly can that's recyclable, but we we only get recycling picked up every other week here. Yes, and it's full too. to the brim every time. And the trash, it's never full. So it would it would blow away easily in a very mild storm. That's why I had to call my alderman and request a second recycling bin. Because <laughs> one, uh, it looks like an AA meeting went very badly in one of my recycling bins. Yeah. And then uh, then the other one is, you know, full of whatever else. There's See? We go through a lot of cardboard and plastic and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, other recyclables, glass. There you I'm go. I'm just going to name them all. Aluminum. <laughs> Let's do it. So, so what happened? So, what happened with this fence? How did so the wind took yeah. the fence away? Now, wait, Craig. How do you feel about a fence getting blown away? Is that, that a good sounds dangerous? That a storm yes, that sounds really much worse. Yes. So, had you known it was was it loose from the previous storm? Is that what you started to say? Uh, I that's what uh, my wife tells me. I <laughs> did not observe this, but uh, I walked outside and I was I was like picking up some. And the leaves or whatever. Actually, before the the wind hit yesterday, and I uh, I walked over to the fence, and I was like, "Oh, it's kind of loose over here." And I kind of tugged on it, and it just like boom, just like right between ah. the foot. Hold on. <laughs> now, here's the weird thing: uh, the previous owners left a picnic table in our backyard when they left. Okay, that's and nice. It matches our, our porch. You know, our, our not quite wrap around, but almost wrap around porch and deck are this like kind of reddish color, this uh, vivid red color, like your shirt. Actually, I'm not okay. unlike your shirt. Um, so it's distinct, right? It's not your generic, uh, woodsy brown or gray or white, you know? So, uh, okay. It's like an accessory to go with the deck and the, and the, and the porch, but they left it. Uh, and my wife wanted me to throw it out because it, apparently one of the boards is kind of rotted. And she was like, I went outside and there were a million bugs on it. I'm like, okay, that sounds gross. 
Uh, I have gone out in the backyard 500 times since then. I uh, never seen a bug on it. So mm. I, I don't know. There is a trunk missing. So maybe I got a saw it. This is neither here nor there. The point is, I was like, let's just stick it on the side of the yard over here. And I can take like a, I can take like a circular saw and I can just buzz off the rotted part or wow. you know, whatever, but it's a table. What the heck? Um, All right, Tim Allen. Well, uh, dude, I used the circular saw. I'm waiting for Roger to tune in so I can talk about that. But I used the circular saw just before this today. I used the circular, uh, uh, circular saw for the first time today. Wow. How'd you very like handy. it? Very, I was very, I was about to say I was very handsy. That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think, unless you, if you were or handsy with a circular saw, you're like Michael Myers. That's not, yeah. uh, no, like leather face. Handy. But anyway, I kind of hoarded it. So my solution was yesterday, I just dragged the picnic table in front of the fence. I kind of propped it up, uh, just like stuck the table there. And I'm like, <laughs> We'll just back away slowly. It'll hold on. Yeah. Janice yeah. wants to know what we're what we're drinking tonight. We'll go around the horn. Bitcoin Johnny. That's you, Cody. My name is not Johnny. Uh, I'm having a large Mountain Dew from our friends at uh, Culver's, oh. who should write me a check for saying that. Would you have a nice uh, butter burger? Uh, I am. It's a mushroom and Swiss. Oh, I've actually got a couple bites left, uh, so if I lean off camera, that's why. Because, right. of course, I can't time food for, you know, more than five minutes before. But I have a newborn. Ha-ha! The ultimate. That's true. Speaking of your newborn, and then we'll get to Craig and my drinks, uh, your newborn was name-checked last night on one of the late-night comedy shows in one of their jokes. I don't know if you want me to say who, because I don't know <laughs> if you want people to go back and watch that person's... Uh, opening bits they were doing they were doing a thing um and they used your son's name as part of the joke Ooh. not not the butt of the joke but it was uh in reference to an something english and it was blank and blank we're doing this and this and this and all then, right text me all right i'll text you but i thought there's this joke and your son were the only two <laughs> two times i had heard this name so i was like hey <laughs> I know a kid. I know a kid with that name, and he's <laughs> not in good. Britain at all. That's good. I always so, call him my baby or whatever. Wow, I don't blame you. Or I never son. used Molly's name. Yeah, kid, I'm pal. Unless you're yelling at her, right? Oh, that no, I didn't even use it then. <laughs> then I just used so many profanities. It wasn't. She knew who I was talking to. She still does. Still knows who I'm talking to. What are you drinking, Craig? We saw your we saw your clear yeah. plastic bottle of red mm -hmm. liquid. Yeah, it's uh it's soda stream and this With? is um I think Mio energy drink and then uh I forget what alcohol I put in here. Oh, you did put some alcohol in. Yeah, I, yeah. I Dude, thought that I was the only one. Right. Ah! Right. No, I thought I thought we had to. I actually thought you had to drink to be a part of the show. I well, it, yes. That's I am trying something brand new. Um now when Debbie came home, she brought me I think Two weeks ago or something, I had an Almond Joy cream ale from Urban South. Wow. Well, she had bought that same day. They had released um, a Snickers one, which I had, I've had as well, and it's delicious. She had bought a four-pack for her and Molly. Now, Molly doesn't drink beer, and Debbie does, but they bought um, the same day. They also released, Urban South released, a Sour Patch cream ale. Oh. Now, neither one of them are going to drink it. And they were in the refrigerator, and I thought, well, why don't I try it? Uh, it's kind of a reddish color, little, mm. a little reddish gold. And Ooh. it's not – I don't like sours as a rule. 
but this is not, this has a more sweet, it's still got a little sourness to it, but it's got a nice sweetness to it. And the cream ale adds a, a level of creaminess that bites through the usual sour. So Urban South Goodies, the uh, Sour Patch Kids Cream Ale, that's my drink of choice tonight. That and looks yes, very I did good. Bring a, I did bring a second just in case. <laughs> it looks very good. I'm very impressed with your drinking skills, both of you guys. Well, I, I want to, I, if I may, I want to, before we go back to all the other uh, fun stories and find out how Cody rigged up his fence not to fly away, Beside you, so are you gonna screw it? We got it. No, we got to finish that. And I'll troll <laughs> Cody for a minute. I'll drill a hole and screw it later. I just haven't felt right. like it yet. What and did you use? Were you you were saying the circular saw? Was that on the picnic table? So you did take it to the picnic table, or what did you circular saw? No, I circular saw it. I started um, working on those base traps I keep talking about and never actually doing. Craig, are you with me? We've heard about these base traps for weeks, and it seems yeah. like they are either way beyond his ability to actually make them. <laughs> For such a huge project, uh -huh. uh, he has overestimated his ability to put them together. I think it's the second one. I think he's definitely overestimated his ability to put them together. <laughs> I, I also would say this. Um, you couldn't have replaced a fence with a more opposite item in a picnic table. You went from something that's like blocking people out to something welcoming people into that spot no no no. the picnic table the fence is leaning against the picnic table yeah but so you now have a picnic like people who wander up with the missing part of the fence would be like oh a lovely picnic table here and just have a meal will the, will the fence order of your home over the picnic table okay which i don't think is i'm not a physics person i thought, I thought so the picnic table's away. in the backyard and the fence okay got it is so there's no outside hole. So I, I, interlopers would not know that the picnic table is back there. Yeah, hopefully. yeah, yeah. Craig, the chunk of fence is still itself intact. It's just not attached See, to I, either side. I envisioned fence, picnic table, fence, and I just thought that that was an awesome <laughs> image. And like Cody's like, like this, gap, is like this, right? Like the picnic yeah. table is my yeah. head. I would probably take a photo of that and turn a meme onto the internet if I saw Cody's backyard, but it's not the way I pictured. So I guess <laughs> Craig, I'm not disappointed. Craig, the worst part is that what you said is something i would do i know it's plausible yeah. enough and that's upsetting to me oh yeah i thought it blew away completely that would oh, have been well. great either right. that or he took it down to the river and went uh made it into a raft like tom sawyer <laughs> yeah not down that. the mighty miss none of do you, that do you guys watch snl i'm curious I do. I have, I do have they had week. like a hell of a streak of people doing monologues that i think are are interesting poignant sometimes piss people off but they've they've done a really good job with the monologue of the get outside of adele uh to start this season what did adele well, that's say? that's because um there's nobody out promoting anything and new york right. stand-ups are much easier to you know yes much easier to get uh and they they've had all, they've all done a pretty they've all done a good job they've I've, had bill burr um dave Chappelle, and john mulaney have all done what i thought were excellent and, and very different and chris rock yeah thank you um and then adele just talked about her career a bit <laughs> it was mm. the only that's the only one but ha did you see it cody no but bill burr is obviously gonna knock it out of the park i freaking love bill burr he made people mad i love of bill burr as well um i love bill burr as well i thought he struggled a little bit and that's not his fault it's that setup is not great for stand-up, especially yeah. when you're coming in. It's a it's a limited audience now anyway. It's not a full crowd, and they're not necessarily Bill Burr fans. Yeah. So they don't so they're easily and it happened again with it's happened with everybody. Yeah. It happened Ch Chappelle had a really good set and was very funny, but as Craig said, he upset people. Mulaney upset people with a joke. 
that it was completely innocuous. There was no reason yeah. for people to be upset about this, but we're in 2020 and everybody's got a, a stick. You know, they need to pull them out of their asses and give them to Cody to help shore up his fence. <laughs> That's where all those sticks need to go to Cody's backyard. Nailed um, it. But yeah, it, it's, it's, it's not set up for standup, but those no. guys to their credit all treated it as a standup set without the luxury of being able to go to clubs and work it out all over town and get those seven, eight, 10 minutes really tight. And that's unique to this year, right? Maybe because of the constraints yeah. of what they're doing, the stand up, like Chappelle went for seven or eight minutes. It felt yeah. like it was way longer than the two or three normally um, and did a lot more material than I would have expected he do. And, and he smoked was, on stage. He smoked on stage. He used the N word. He was, yeah. uh, he was all over the place, but it's Dave Chappelle. And, and it's funny be, that he was, he was the uh, the host in 2016 when the election was decided. Yeah, and he used that as uh, you you and I talked about that that earlier. He used that as part of his part of his material at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, so you like the set overall? I I've liked all of them. I know that they've been controversial. I know that they've offended people, even Mulaney. Which, by the way, as you said, was the most Mulaney type of joke. Yes. You shouldn't get mad at that, um, in my opinion. I but, I, you know, everybody do what they got to do. Um, but no, I thought Chappelle said a lot of really valuable things while also doing comedy. Because he, he kind yeah. of he kind of did more than just comedy in that. Well, bit. that's his thing, though. He's all about the message. Yeah. And uh, I was watching it with Debbie, and we were laughing and laughing. Because I never watch it live, because I yeah. hate commercials. Plus... <laughs> there's a good chance during most of the sketches, I'm going to fast forward okay. and I'm going to blow through the musical guests. Cause I don't care. Me neither. And, except this week I, I had to watch Foo Fighters. Okay. But um, I'll blow through that. And then I get, I race to get to weekend update because I'm usually not let down by weekend update. <laughs> and then after weekend update, let's all be honest. The last half hour of the show is usually garbage. It's all okay. commercials. It's all commercials. It's like a one and it's like, and then it's like, and the saxophone. And then it's like two minutes of Pfizer ads. And then it's like, and then it's like, oh no, back to this one skit. And then it'll be like, uh, hey, did you hear that thing that happened this week? Yeah, let's let's uh, make it into a car commercial. Ha <laughs> ha, that was good. I don't know what this 25 is. second graphic of some random cast member you've never seen before. You're like, oh, they work there. And it's just like them <laughs> in like some weird technicolor, like like Andy Warhol kind of like uh -huh. art, art, like filter painting. And then there's another three minutes of like probably car commercials. Yeah, it's bad. So the, the short answer to my question, Cody, was no, you didn't watch SNL? No. <laughs> That was the I'm short answer. Okay. Because we could go either way. All right. That's fine. I like sure. it. I even like the end of the show where it's all trash, apparently, because they, they have like the sketch that shouldn't have made it that, that ends right. the show. And they usually break in that one. So I had a great well, this time. Week, this week, that last sketch with Chappelle was pretty good. Mm -hmm. The one where they were doing uh, the takeoff on the OJ car chase. Yes. Yeah. Was, yes. So that was pretty funny. Um I do like to see. I do like to see the end. I don't know why I like to see everybody standing on stage. I like yeah. to see them all with the masks. And then I looked. And I went. Alec Baldwin doesn't have a mask on. <clears throat> then he turned and he had a full face shield on, like he was Iron Man. <laughs> what the hell is he up to? Good lord! Also, <laughs> do you notice people don't like to interact with Jim Carrey? Have you noticed that? Like, there's yeah. he seems to kind of be on his own at the end of every show. That doesn't really surprise me. All right, he seems an anti. I, I think he's hilarious, but I think he's a lot. <laughs> He's probably a lot. He's an anti-faxer. That's yes. real. 
I didn't know Jim that. Jim Carrey is? Isn't he? I'm like 99% no, Jenny, Ma- Jenny McCarthy, who he was married to. This is a new bit we do on the quarantine cast. We make stuff up every yeah, so often. Yeah, we just throw out facts yeah. and libel yeah. people. No, he uh, might be right. I don't know. I, I know, know. It was Jim Jenny Carrey. McCarthy I, I was. Thought, I know it was Jenny McCarthy was. Yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, it was his... It was his um, yeah, but he, yeah. but he's thought about it. We all know that he's he's considered sure. it. He probably has. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Hold on. Does it? Jim Perry is anti neurotoxin. Oh, he is pro vaccine. I gotta plug in my computer. It'll die. <laughs> what happened? What What does that mean? Anti neurotoxin. I was like a supervillain. Yeah, I think I'm anti neurotoxin too. But you could probably persuade me I'm not. Yeah, I don't want to commit one way or another. <laughs> Toxin is usually bad, so I'm gonna normally yeah. I'm anti-toxins, yeah. but, but neurotoxin brain, might flip it. Are you anti-brain? See, that's what I don't know. Am I anti-brain poison? See, yeah. yeah, yeah, poison in my brain. Yes, yes. I okay. I'm not. I'm gonna take a bold stand. <laughs> Us but, and Jim Carrey, we're the only three. We're doing a, an infomercial <laughs> sometime in the future. And somebody's going to send him this link, and then the three of us are going to go on some big PR campaign. Yeah, and not, I can't wait. And he's going to be the only one who knows what it is. Right. You and I are going to be going, yep, hate it. I don't like them. Neurotoxins. Neurotoxins for the birds. Right. Not going to do that when they tell me to. Take that, Obama. Cody will just follow us with his saxophone. There you go. Yeah, the thing is, I could go in the next room and get my saxophone and literally do it, but I don't know any riffs like that. Oh. You have a saxophone? Oh, I didn't I know, know this. College. I didn't. I didn't know this at all. This mm-hmm. has wow. never come up. Pretty soon, the Matt Bubala story will come up. I knew that you had an ocarina, and I didn't know that you had a saxophone. Oh, where's the ocarina? That might be it's near. Much here. better. You have a vuvuzela. Wait, hold on. <laughs> no, what is a wait, macarena? What? I might have a. Vu- I have a rain stick. Oh, Ocar- I like rain sticks. Ocarina. Uh, What's what, an ocarina? What instruments does Cody have? This is the new game in the quarantine cast. Just one at a time. Uh, He's like from, Prince without all the ability. It's a flute from The Legend of Zelda, Noonan. Oh. <laughs> is it like a pan flute? It's like a little, uh, yeah, I think so. It's like a little tiny. I don't I don't know many instruments. Know. <clears throat> What's going to happen? But you knew Makalela or Ocarina. <laughs> Didn't you play this on your radio show one time, Craig? You did, yes. Oh, the flute? It's the, the Ocarina. The mm. Ocarina. Hey, listen, fellas. Let's slow our rolls. There we go. Oh, good. It's is it, it's okay. a blue plastic. No, it's yeah. ceramic. I like oh, that it's ceramic. Okay, it's ceramic. I like I that it's going. a necklace. Yeah. The Ocarina from Legends of the Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can play that. That is loud. Hold on. Right now, every dog in the neighborhood and Cody's baby are screaming bloody murder. <laughs> Cindy wants the Matt Bubala story. I need Where the Matt Bubala story. It has to do with Cody and his saxophone. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, that's a saxophone story. We're we're learning to play how to play the Ocarina. Lesson one, lesson three, <laughs> lesson four. Where is Zelda's lullaby? Where did you st- is it all it, do all the lessons revolve around Zelda? Yeah. <clears throat> no, is it really single yeah, bells no and minuet from Bach and Ode to Joy and Happy oh Birthday? But these are written wow. stupid. Where's I don't know what's happening. I, I love that you put him on the spot and he's going to do it. This is no rehearsal. Ladies and gentlemen, festive? this is not, this. we don't script this out. Yeah, can we get a holiday song of some kind? Veterans Day, salute to the veterans. I don't know. Christmas is coming and people are putting up trees already, Noonan. I saw lights on houses as I was yeah. taking my walks the last few days. I don't blame anybody. 
This is very odd to hear him get it ready to go. I don't remember it. I don't remember You're tuning the it up. Oh, okay. It was that's like a, that's a shame. I regret mentioning it. I like that he's getting sound out of it though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I did. Do, I was able to do the Top Gun theme at one point. Okay. Danger zone. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wow. You want us back. You want us back. You can be my wingman. Hold on. Every episode of this, the rest of 2020, we have to start with that song, him playing it on the ocarina. How, are you, how have you not recorded that yeah. as the intro for this show? Honestly, <laughs> it'll make me so much happier. That would be so, Every week so until great. Every week, people just, is that the ocarina? We, we can actually just send Cody out into the real world to play it around people and see if the, he's like lifting lives. Right. He could, maybe they'd start to follow him like rats. Yeah. Yeah. The Pied that would Piper. be terrific. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I have an ocarina, but I was, Craig, I was originally a double major in um, music and journalism because I wanted to do music and my mom wanted me to be employed. So mm -hmm. uh, anyway, I ended up dropping my music two, degree. Two solid majors for that uh, goal. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't figure out which one you did for mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So uh, my, um, I dropped the music degree my senior year because I had failed music theory at least once, maybe twice, because it's wow. really hard. Um, and I was like, this is probably not worth spending an extra semester worth of tuition on a second degree that I don't need. So I dropped <laughs> it. But up until then, I was in, uh, I had like 12 credit hours. I took 23 credit hours a semester. Most places wow. you would take uh, like 15, 15, 16, 12. But um, a lot of my <laughs> ensembles counted as one. But uh, yeah, most of my time at university, uh, Drake University, I was at uh, wow. like marching band, wind symphony, Jazz band, jazz combo, yeah. saxophone quartet. Um, wow. Never uh, come up. I've known Cody for years. This has how never come up. Not, not as that. Because well, now he he's ashamed of it. He only I, brings I, it out. He only brings out his instruments for one radio personality. I, I realized something mm -hmm. about myself. Actually, maybe this is a reflection on me more than Cody. I don't ask like the the questions when you meet somebody. You know, like the basic questions, the starter conversation ones. I don't like those. I never do those. So really? I don't learn stuff. Yeah. I don't learn stuff like that about Cody because I would have never asked him what he studied in college. That's too, that's too predictable of a question. Wow. You're not dating. It's okay to, I don't know, care. After don't all the why. years you've known him, it never came up. No. So let's segue. We'll come back to Craig's lack of social skills, <laughs> um, which I find fascinating, they are. but let's, let's segue and get this, uh, the story of Cody only now all the years, Craig, that Cody has worked with me. He has never played any instrument for me. Okay. Or near me. All right. I played um, you the arena just now. Just now. All right. Yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. Uh, up until now, Craig, previously in all the years we've known each other, Cody has never played an instrument. And he's played multiple instruments in front of me before. So that's yeah. not special. And he, he played for another, uh, another uh, radio personality. Oh. He asked him to play an instrument. Oh, he's Johnny on the concert spot. <laughs> I somehow got roped into working New Year's Eve into New Year's Day on WGN Radio mm -hmm. when Brian wasn't on air. Uh, this was one of the worst decisions of my adult life. Yep. Uh, I was going through a breakup at the time. Uh, my oh. girlfriend, our ex at the time, uh, was texting me. I was texting her trying to meet up and stuff at you know 5 a.m. when I got off, which wasn't going to happen. 
So Merlin <laughs> Mapupala, who I never met, this was like his, he was, he's, he, this was years before he had a, a regular show. I mean, he, this was maybe his second. Was he still producing for John at the time? He wasn't producing, but it was his second or third fill-in as a host. Okay. I didn't know anything about him because because I wasn't familiar with him from when he was a producer. So, and Brian, your background, you were like, oh, yeah, he used to be a producer. Then he started some podcasts. Now he's doing some fill-ins or whatever. I'm like, okay. So he got the short straw. So did I, apparently. Uh, I don't know to this day why. It's just like 2011 or 2012. And I think I, I think I either convinced myself or I thought it would be an upgrade if if I was like, well, hey, at midnight, can I play Auld Lang Syne on the saxophone? Because that'd be cool. <laughs> so I decided to play Auld Lang Syne on the saxophone oh. at midnight on WGN Radio without rehearsing. Oh. So I hit almost <laughs> all the right notes, except I definitely missed one and had to kind of correct it. And it was like, so it went from like, an oh, this could sound kind of, because I actually really, so I'm not a great jazz musician, but I have a good jazz sound. Um, like I can't improvise very well, but like my actual, the actual sound that comes out the timbre and everything, it's, it's like, I, I do a good jazzy, like I can do good scoops and that's, if, if you give me a that's in the liner notes of his album. It is. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, you give me some sheet music. I, I sound really good on the sax, honestly. Um, but, uh, yeah, Are you I trying to join a band through this. Dude, it, would have been, it would have been like a 10 out of 10, but it, because gotcha. of the missed note, it was like probably a six and a half. And then Brian texts me. He's like, it seems something like heard you. That was fine, or I, I don't know. I don't it, remember that part. It, it at wasn't all. rude. It wasn't <laughs> rude or like mean. But well, it, then I know it wasn't me. He made it up. No, uh, it wasn't I, mean. I, I'm trying to envision what it would be like to be a fill-in host working with a producer that you've never met before and getting the email, "Can I play the saxophone at midnight?" <laughs> and just trying like to to gauge that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Or maybe it's not. It's oh, supposed yeah. to be in the news right at midnight, so maybe. Maybe I, I had a dollar no. for every time a, a, a <laughs> fill-in producer went. Uh, at some point, can I do a soliloquy during the program? Right. Why? Can I, can I play a, a short solo at some point? I have an uh, Akamena, Chachabinga, <laughs> and I'd like to play it at some point during I the wish, program. I wish I heard it, though. I, I really I I wish I had. How did mm -hmm. Matt respond? I, I don't think And why weren't Steve and Johnny there? That's their gig. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I've I've worked that shift multiple times. It was always with Steve and Johnny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never worked you. that shift. Congratulations, Craig. Thank, thank you for making me feel worse. <laughs> wow. So there I, you go. So I now you know. All right. So now you know Cody plays a saxophone yeah. and many other instruments. Mm -hmm. Is there anything now? You and Cody have known each other for how many years? Uh, since I knew you, Noonan, I met you guys. I think as a as a group. A decade? Can we say a decade yeah. safely? All yeah, right. I think so. And you didn't know that he had any musical abilities. Is there anything else you would like to ask him now <laughs> that you may that may surprise you? A decade in the making, yeah. and now you actually... His last name is Goff. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I mispronounced um, it for a while. I remember that I thought... He, yeah, for a, wa a long time, I thought you were... Um, um, I can't remember. It was something that you told me sounded caveman-esque. Because I wouldn't say Goff. I thought it was like Goff. <laughs> Goff. I did. I don't know why I did. Now, see, off. I know. I'm aware of that now. I remember that. To your credit, Craig, uh, my, my wife has never heard me play the saxophone. Really? And she's a little really? sore about it. I kept telling myself I was saving. Well, first I was no, saving. No, no, no. Hold on. Let's, let's fix that tonight. Yeah, yeah. We can fix all of that tonight. You can play the saxophone for me, for Noonan, oh my God. and for Casey, and the baby You know what tonight. Would, be, would be great if you went out on your little Avita Perone balcony there <laughs> and lit a cigarette and then 
had it in your fingers as you played the saxophone for us. Look, it's going to come full circle. We didn't plan this, uh, but the audience is going to be down for it. At the end of the show today, he's going to play Old Lang Syne to play us off. That that's going to happen at the end of today's quarantine. Cast. Having rehearsed it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I do. I only play a saxophone on podcasts when I haven't rehearsed. All right, then okay. do every Clarence Clemens solo from the Bruce Springsteen. Cast. Oh, do that. Normally, learn a normally, little Clarence for us. My, my excuse for years was I didn't want to play a saxophone in an apartment in Chicago and bother my neighbors. But now my excuse is I have a little baby boy asleep about 15 feet away from this office. So I can't. Nothing will, nothing will prepare him for life better than if you just walk in and blow <laughs> that saxophone right over his crib is it, and is it wake an him alto? out of his sound sleep. And what so, a, this is a good way to test if his heart is strong. What, what mm. sax is it? Is it alto? Is it a, <clears throat> I started on tenor. And then when I got to college, I switched to alto. Uh, yeah, I have a Selmer Perfect. Series 3 uh, Alto. I had a student model tenor, and I lent it to someone, and he never mm -hmm. gave it back. That's that no good. So yeah. I'm Molly, gonna... Molly played alto sax for a while. That's right. I knew throughout, that. Throughout high school, and then she then she focused on clarinet yeah. until she till after freshman year in marching band in Tulane. She has not picked up an instrument since. I'm sending Cody the sheet music because oh, he did say... Here. Uh, Cody did say just a second ago that if I send him sheet music, he can play anything and he'll play it really good jazz yeah. style. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Good tenor. I heard. Okay, good. Yeah. No. So I'm sending you the sheet music for old Lang Syne with an alto sax. Perfect. Uh, if you want to request a song from Cody, 312-870-0023. It's all requests to Wednesday night here on the, uh, the big stream. <laughs> it's not. No, it's not. It but is. If you request them, maybe down the line, maybe for a holiday special. Can you learn like a Christmas song for the holidays? I can do that. All right. That gives you that gives you like a month, month or so. You don't have to be perfect. Oh, man. It's going to be better than too. Do you? Yeah. Can you play the clarinet? Mm -mm. I would if you if you picked up a song, I would beg Molly cuz she's going to be here at the holidays. <laughs> I would beg her if you if she would do a duet while you with you on the sax and her on the clarinet. <laughs> and I will keep the beat on my uh on my bora. I got a I Fender can't. bass too. I got a Good Fender Lord. bass. Have you ever been in a band? There's only two keys. No, there's four. There's no strings there. Oh, is <laughs> that your? Oh, it's four target. Or five. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I want to. I want to see from the comments. Do people want Cody to play the saxophone tonight and wake up his baby? Do you care about the baby or do you want to hear him play sax? Yeah, who's more important, you and your listening pleasure, or, or Cody's some baby. baby? Right. Some baby, yeah, some baby. That you can't some know the name. Named baby. Yeah. We, you know, we saw him once with a baby. Mm -hmm. Do we know that it's his baby? It could be elaborate. This could all be a lie. They're, you know, they have real dolls for other things. Maybe they yeah. have real baby dolls. That would be very creepy if it was that. I've never seen a bass player get that into it. I've seen a broke, guitarist do that, but I broke the bass. I was on a roll. I'm sorry, I can't play it anymore. Okay. Wow. So back to you, Craig. Do you have any other questions? Any other things that you need to know about Cody after a decade? How many bitcoins do you own currently? Oh, good question. Less than one, but more than zero. How many instruments have you? Can you name, Craig? Can I name? I'm not. I don't play any. <laughs> That's a terrible wow. question. How many instruments can you name? Yeah, it's almost demeaning. How I many refuse. Can you play? I refuse to play this game because it's it's mean. Did I you can't play any. You can't play any instrument. No, uh, I tried to learn the piano and the guitar, and I failed miserably at both, and then I gave up. I have <laughs> I have taken piano lessons, uh -huh. guitar lessons, drum lessons. 
uh, and Bauron lessons. Mm -hmm. uh, the Bauron, I was doing pretty well, but then the arthritis in my wrist has gotten really bad. So it's oh. it's hard to do this when you have uh, when you have a horrible uh, bunch of arthritis in there. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't, and I'm very envious because Debbie played the piano for years, like and and Molly played Molly played the piano. Uh, and she played clarinet really well. She played saxophone, um, and she picked it up as easily as Debbie did. But then, and that's what to me, like, and I've told her this. I go, man, you should you should start to play because it's such a gift to be able to play an instrument. You know, I've tried and I just don't yeah. have. I have good rhythm, like I can, and I enjoy music. I just didn't have the patience, or and I believe it is an aptitude. I believe you have to have some sort of some sort of. Uh, Pre you're predetermined that you could do this. There's something, there's something that, and you know, granted, then there are people who can do it really, really well. Yeah. But if you can sit down and just play some tunes on the piano or something, that's so great. It's just so great. And I, that's one of the few things that I'm really envious of people if they have uh, that kind of musical ability. Uh, one of my buddies from college, we lived together right after college. He had the full piano in our apartment in Chicago. He had a full stand up <laughs> piano. And like he kept saying that he wanted to teach lessons. Our neighbors probably hated us. Um, and he kept trying to teach me for free to learn how to teach a bad student. And I was like, I don't, I, I had free lessons if I ever wanted them. Oh, wow. And I totally passed up on it, Noonan. I could never get everything coordinated. I okay. couldn't get the right and left hand on the piano. I couldn't get the right and left hand going. Mm -hmm. It's got it like it's how I type too. I have to look. And yeah. I, so I couldn't really get that i never got to the pedal part because that was forget about it my problem right? was i refused to learn any song other than um um scenes from an italian restaurant by billy joel i wanted that to be the first song i knew how to play and he's like that's too hard for yeah. song one and i was like i don't care teach me that you didn't write that first i know i i don't care okay that's what the i reason, wanted to know the reason i dropped my music major and it was very it was hard and emotional and there were like it was there was a lot going on in college when I dropped it, but like I was legitimately practicing like two, three hours a day. Uh, wow. I mean, I, I played at least 30 hours a week, like at least every week for three and a half years. Um, and then I would go to an audition and my uh, girlfriend at the time was a psychology major with a music okay. minor. I did um, that one in. Yeah. She, she wasn't He's good. Bragging that he, not only that he can play an instrument, but he had a girlfriend. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, that's not a that's not a brag. Um, <laughs> although she probably broke up with him on New Year's Eve when he was at WGN. Oh, playing old Lang Syne? Yeah, I think so. It's all the same so you would go, you would go, and how would I'm guessing this came to your girlfriend at the time, analyzing what would happen? No, 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 no. Just one example is like she like objectively wasn't that good. Like I was the lead of her saxophone quartet, and I did played harder stuff, and I was better. Uh, and then she goes and auditions. Like without practicing, and then she's like, "Oh, well, she's a spot ahead of you in concert band now." Uh, and there were other people like just, you know, like auditioning better than me and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. it's just like I was so frustrated with the lack of any output from all the input that I was giving it. It's just like, yeah, like I'm not going to do this for thirty to forty hours a week and not be progressing significantly, especially not like ahead of other people. Not that you should compare yourself to other people, but like it was. Well, how do you know if you're better then? Yeah, it was a measure of something yeah. to compare myself against. So yeah, right. I was I was like I, like to your point, Brian, <clears throat> I had some degree of musical aptitude and ability, and I could play some really hard stuff. But at the end of the day, I didn't I didn't have that ability to like 
just ascend consistently and and I I did but, all the right things in practicing. Couldn't I did, you like, couldn't you keep it up now just for personal enjoyment? That's what I mean. I mean if you give yeah. it up completely, not you know, granted, everybody comes to a point that I'm sure every person who was in a band that didn't make it came to a point where they're like, This band isn't we're we're never gonna be the Rolling Stones. But they still like to pick up the guitar uh, around the camp, the fire in the backyard, or play in their, you know, they do it because they love it. And to have that ability and not use it, I think is, it's just sad to me. It might not yeah. be sad to the yeah. people, but you're cheating the world of something. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Just Cody, Cody is depriving the world of his saxophone and actually this show this evening. Right. Sandy says, I can't read music. Uh, to me, it's just black dots and some have flags attached all over the piece of paper. Let's see. Cindy, uh, Cindy says no sax, but Alex says, come on, Cody, 30 seconds on the sax. And Barbara asking the uh, these tough questions. I thought his room was soundproof, so it shouldn't bother the baby. That's true. But we also know that Cody has not put up his bass catchers yet yeah. or his dream catcher. Mm -hmm. He's got his we, dream we can catcher. fix all these problems if he starts to entertain us. We can put him out in his car. There's a lot of ways to get saxophone yeah. to happen tonight. Oh, that would be great. Just yeah. standing out in all your lead, standing on your broken picnic table in the yep. back, wailing this, sax over your cell phone. Fence. Hold it here and sax for us. The, the car would work, not to be pedantic, but technically, I did not sound proof my closet. I am sound, I'm making it sound absorbent. There's a difference. Uh, right. So I'm, I'm making it so that the sound doesn't bounce as much, but it doesn't actually block sound from permeating through. So like I'll have a sound absorbing curtain so you won't hear an echo, but it, you'll be able to hear me clearly on the other side. So it's a, just a, and if you're buying soundproofing stuff online, make sure that it is actually soundproofing, not sound absorbing or sound diffusing, because a lot of people will buy like, like a sound absorbing curtain and they'll be like, oh, well, I'll give it a one star review because it doesn't like block the sound. Well, it's not designed to block the sound. It's designed to absorb the sound so it doesn't bounce, but you can still hear people on the other side. So you're telling me if I hang that curtain and close it and I start swearing at Debbie, she'll still be able to hear me. <laughs> mm -hmm. But if you wrap it around your face, she can't. Well, sure, because I'll suffocate and die. And then it won't really matter if I'm swearing or not. <laughs> Are True. they cold French fries, by the Cody, way, Cody? It's Cody eating cold French fries. They That's were, Carol on YouTube. We're on Facebook and YouTube, fellas. Yeah. This is very exciting. Multi-platform. Uh, they, they were pretty cold by the time I got to them, but I, I got to let start with dinner. Uh, to your point, Brian, the saxophone's not really a solo instrument is the thing. Like, I can't really sit down and kind of like play a tune and be like, oh, I played a song. I mean, I can, but I can't. It's just an ensemble instrument. It's moody, though. It's so moody. You could set anytime there's fog in the neighborhood, I would be out on my porch. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'd pretend I was Mac the Knife from the McDonald's commercials. <laughs> I'd, I'd, on Halloween, I would dress up as nothing but Clarence Clemens. I would honestly love to play in a jazz band again. Like, love, love, love. Um, two mm. problems. One, no one can get together. It's uh, kind of the main one. The other one is I can't improvise particularly well. Like I said, like written stuff, solis, like I can, I can play where back in the day I could play like complicated licks. I, I was pretty, I like, I was good. I mean, like you can't play that long and, hey, much I, and I just can't, I can't envision it until I see it. So I don't know. And like now, now you're really building it up. I have recordings. Well, that's not Ooh. enough. Oh, I think it is. I think we need to hear a recording next time. Okay. Maybe a little, again, you could, couldn't you record something to be yeah. the theme for this? I can play a recording of me playing the saxophone. Give me a second. Actually, roundabout a way. Lot like Clarence Clemens. Here's a way to, to <laughs> or spotlighting Craig. Oh, I, I thought he was going to play something crazy. No, 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 no. All right. I was kidding. 
Hi, everyone. Hi. That's unfortunate. I look at me. Hey, great tie-in. Uh, the recordings of me playing saxophone are why I own Bitcoin. You sold them? No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, man, they must have been really good. No. <laughs> All right, how uh, did this tie-in? Years ago when what? hackers, Russian hackers or whatever, hacked into my computer and encrypted all my files. Oh, yeah. And it froze it up. Yeah. Yeah. They demanded a $500 ransom in Bitcoin or they would lock my files so they were encrypted and I couldn't access them forever. And on that hard drive was an audio recording of every performance I did in college. And my backup software had failed. So I had no backups of it. So if I ever wanted to be able to reference back to the recordings of me playing saxophone ever again from when I was really good, I had to pay them $500 in Bitcoin, which I did, but I bought too much Bitcoin. So I sat on $500 in Bitcoin for like 10 years. And then 10 years later, it was worth like five, six grand. So I made a bunch of money and that's how I got into Bitcoin. And it's all because I wanted to save my recordings. Wow, and welcome to Cody's TED Talk. Yeah, I have you no know, idea what just happened in Bitcoin because for a while you were all over. I, Bitcoin. I don't, I don't comprehend any of what he said. I don't understand. You, you actually paid Russian hackers for the recordings. Oh, Craig, you didn't hear this. This was a huge. The FBI was involved and all kind of stuff. What is happening? <laughs> Cody, who are you? Do, you? do you even I, know us? I don't do think I've met him. I know you, Noonan. You what? I know you, I think. Because no, every time I tell a story, you're completely agog. You're like, how could this be? What is going on? And I tell the same story to Cody. And he's like, yeah, that figures. Uh, you know? I, I guess. I. Wow. <sighs> okay. I'm just going to, let's just move on. Oh. I can't even. No, just, you gotta, all right, you gotta re, you gotta give the highlights of this story because I remember living through it. You telling me when when I'd see you work on, oh, you know, I had to call the FBI and now they want all this money from Bitcoin and yeah. Just just a quick question: they they had all your files, not just your saxophone recordings, correct? All saxophone my files. recordings and okay. porn. Okay, mm -hmm. I didn't know if he paid five hundred bucks for just the sax recordings back or if it was something more significant. And you haven't yeah. heard the sax recordings. <laughs> Apparently, pay a grand easy. Yeah. But how did you also have extra Bitcoin, by Craig, the way? If you Craig, okay. while we're on the topic, Lisa in the chat said, How about Brahms Lullaby? That's funny because every baby toy plays Brahms Lullaby. Also funny because I sang Brahms Requiem and performed it in the Des Moines Civic Center my senior year of college. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna leave. So no, I have no idea. Who this, he is. Is, this is like you're you're going to this is kind of like the, the 23 and me, only the audio version. Yeah, well, you're learning everything about everybody. Yeah, yeah I don't know who you guys are. I didn't know. Carol on Facebook or on uh, YouTube saying she remembers the Cody Bitcoin saga. Wow. That's Carol's been a listener a long time, obviously, which is great. Wow. Yeah. Um, Craig Clipsnow's version is, um, so you can, you used to be able to download some kind of virus. I don't remember what it was called, but it would basically, every file on your computer would be encrypted. All okay. they would, and you couldn't open any files, right? Like I, if I opened a audio file, video file, whatever, Windows would be like, we don't recognize that file. We can't open it and it's encrypted. But, and a bunch of notepad files would appear on your hard drive and they would point you to a URL. So you also couldn't go to the internet. So I'm opening Chrome. I can't go to any websites or whatever. It's like, what's going on? But the one website that worked was literally a ransom page that was like, man, here's really getting blown out here. Uh, there was a ransom page. You are so where, great. Where, you, where it literally it was like, hey, you got to pay us $500 in Bitcoin. Here's like 15 websites where you can buy Bitcoin. You have to buy it and send it to this Bitcoin address. Mm -hmm. So 
I looked into, I called the FBI and uh, they like the FBI had office in Chicago and they were like, we get reports like this all the time and we don't know how to help. Like we, we can't do anything like duly noted that you're hacked, but we can't Hold do on. much about it. When you guys said the FBI was involved, they were only notified and did nothing. That's not involved. That's involved. I got called. This is that oversold. I can call the FBI for anything. Have you ever called the FBI, Craig? I have not, but I could. And then I could add that to whatever story mm -hmm. I'm telling. They were in, did they, they answered the phone. They said something to Cody. They were involved. They're involved. Doesn't, no, they didn't get involved. They yeah. basically told me to stop calling them. You know what they told Cody? Secure your garbage cans because this Bitcoin storm <laughs> is going to blow them down the street. Call See. back. Go ahead, See. Cody. Go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, so I checked out a bunch of websites and all these people were like, yeah, we got this virus and we paid them and they are legit. Like they will give you your files because like mm -hmm. their whole business model is to get the money. If they get the money and they don't give you your code, then they're not going to have much of a business, right? Uh, so, and they're jerks. So I was like, what the heck? This is before there were Bitcoin. This is before there were cryptocurrency exchanges like Coinbase. You couldn't yeah. just like link your bank account and buy a bunch of Bitcoin, right? The only way back then to get it fast because I needed it within 24 hours because they said, <laughs> if you don't get this to us within like, no, you didn't. Like four they would have waited. The, no, the, I'm dead, I'm dead the criminals would have waited. That's not what the FBI said, Craig. They were involved. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I, I was involved in this story. The, actually, they might have waited, but I didn't. They were like, we need this in 72 hours. Oh, or my God. The price. And oh my then God. later, your, bit, your, your files are gone forever. We're going to delete the encryption code, the decryption code. So I'm like, oh my God. So the only way to do it at the time was I had to write, like I had to like wire $500 to a person that had Bitcoin. And then they would send me $500 in Bitcoin to my Bitcoin address, which I had to open. And then once I had that, then I could transfer that. But you literally had to wire an individual person. So I did that and I got like $500. But because Bitcoin is so volatile, by the between the time I got this, sent the five hundred dollars and got the Bitcoin and went back to my computer, the exchange rate had changed to where I needed another like eighty dollars in Bitcoin, and I didn't okay. know how Bitcoin worked. I was like, "Do you have yeah. to buy it in one chunk, or do you like does it work like dollar? Like I don't know how any of this works." So I got another five hundred dollars in Bitcoin because uh, I got like five hundred fifty this time, let's say. And I was like, well, now I got a bunch of Bitcoin. Maybe one of these will work. Then I, and then I think it was cheaper when I got back to my computer. So I got back to my computer, sent it to him. And then I'm sitting around with like between four and $500 in Bitcoin. This was 2012, 2011. So at this point, all I knew about Bitcoin was it was really volatile and the price goes up and down a lot. And I was like, I took this $500 out of savings. I don't really need it. Uh, I'll just let it sit here. I forgot about it. And then like five or six years later, it was worth $5,000. Uh, wow. So I sold some of it and then I bought other cryptocurrency. And now I have like a bunch of crypto and these random things. If I had <laughs> sold it at the peak last December or two Decembers ago, if I uh -huh. sold it at the peak, I would have been up like $60,000. Have you checked um, in on the guys who stole your stuff? Have you seen how they're doing? Like, do you keep tabs? No, 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 no. Check this out, Craig. So I get the so I I get the thing I send them the code and they, they send me the encryption code and I I decrypt all my files and I'm looking at my hard drive and I was like okay all right I got them all and then I I noticed something I, apparently about sixty to seventy percent of the way through them encrypting my files I found the virus and deleted it and another virus infected my computer and encrypted the remaining files 
with oh. a different encryption code. So I decrypted about a little over half of my hard drive, but then the other half was still encrypted. So okay. I messaged these guys on the site. You can actually send the messages. And I said, hey, <laughs> hey dudes, did the FBI try that? I had the FBI, did not, I don't know. Okay. But I, oh. them, I literally said, I was like, hey, I just paid you guys $500. Here's the URL where I paid you. Here's the here's, Bitcoin wallet I paid my you IP. Can you please give me the decryption key for the rest of my files? And they gave it to me. Yeah, they probably thanked you for your business. They oh, did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And they gave me a second code. They probably apologized for the fact that they decrypted or encrypted you twice. Wow. I think they did. We're really sorry about that. Oh, We're gonna we talk already to got your 500. Sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. That is, that's surreal. That whole story. You're, not, you're no longer in Bitcoin, in the Bitcoin business? Not actively. I've got a bunch kind of sitting around, but I'm not like dumping money. For a while, you, would, you became obsessed. You were like, every time I talk, oh, man, Craig, at some point, it's good that you have no social skills or care about what actually <laughs> happens in either one of our lives. I want to get back I to had that. to hear about the, bit. oh, God, Bitcoin. It was every time you talked to Cody, it was Bitcoin. Okay. It was a lot. A lot right. of Bitcoin. Now, do you guys ask like the follow-up question to somebody? Else? When they ask you, uh, what did you study in school? The The social norm is to ask them the same question back. I find that too boring to ever do. In my real life, I don't I don't do that with people. I figure out a different question instead of ever asking them what they did in college. Do you guys just ask the obvious question? I'll let the, yeah. You, it's you boring. Right, but the answer, you know, they go, oh, I majored in this. Oh, cool. And then you ask, then you ask whatever other question you want to go to. You don't have to dwell on that you, for 20 no. minutes. You discover that people are asking you a question because they want it asked back of them. Right. They don't actually care what your answer is. They just want to tell you what they studied in school and they don't know how to do that. So they ask you first. I'm not first, playing that game, humans. First of all, once you're uh, not 22 at a bar trying to get, uh, you know, trying to get a little uh, stanky hey, on your hangy down, you don't, you. you don't need to be what? your major. Stanky on your hangy down. What is that? <laughs> Think about it. Nope. Get a graph. <laughs> yeah, draw it out. I'll get the whiteboard. <laughs> the whiteboard. We, oh, you know, the whiteboard is still hidden somewhere at, uh, <laughs> at WGN. 303 East Wacker. That's amazing. Do you think it's still sitting next to that control board, just stuck away? Where was it? Where did you have in it? Engineering. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure they've repurposed it. No, but it was like in the like there was it was. Then there's in, a good was, chance, yeah. Then there's a good chance it's still there. Nobody's found it. And nobody cares. Because there's a counter that went to the wall, and there was a cabinet right below that counter, and there was about a two, well, one or two inch space in between. Right. You're not going to put anything there. So we slid the whiteboard in. No, there's no way anybody put anything there. I would imagine if somebody found it, they burned it just because it was uh, connected to us. Mm. I'm sure that that's what happened. Yeah. The so, Russians would have taken it and charged Cody money. Wait, what? The FBI was involved in getting our whiteboard <laughs> no, back. They, they uh, he said, yeah, Craig. <laughs> I'm going to involve the FBI. the FBI. If you call the FBI, no. they are involved in a story. Based on that logic, I'm going to involve the FBI in everything that happens to me moving forward. And the you FBI have to got involved. Call them, though. They have to answer the phone and you have to have a conversation. Once you okay. have a conversation, the FBI is involved. Okay. That's good they to chose, know. The FBI chose not to follow up on that conversation. <laughs> I didn't say they were involved from start to finish. <laughs> I didn't say they were involved in the culmination or uh, solving <laughs> of the crime. Okay. But they were involved. They're right. They had they had limited involvement. Very limited involvement, but involvement nonetheless. I will argue that to the day I die. Okay. Cody, if you go back through, listen, if the local authorities ran a trap on Cody's phone, 
they and this is all lingo that I've learned from procedurals. They would have, uh, they definitely would have seen a call to the local FBI affiliate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think they call it affiliates. Probably a field office. Yeah, but something not franchise. Franchise. I'm gonna franchise. I got an FBI franchise working out of the backyard. Family of brands. It's me, and I put the uh, I put the little uh, Sherlock Holmes hat on one of the dogs, and we we solve crimes <laughs> together. Big pipe, not tobacco. It's bubbles, and we walk around the neighborhood and we try to solve crimes. I got a big magnifying glass. Mm. Do that. That needs to be if a show. Solve the crime. I just burn ants. <laughs> Netflix will buy that. God, that would be great. <laughs> Do that show, Noonan. Do it tomorrow. I can't wait. The Netflix Noonan show. It's kind, it's kind of like Turner and Hooch, but so stupid that nobody yeah. can follow it. There, it's going to have a following. People are going to love it. <laughs> what the hell? And it's not even a bloodhound. Like a bloodhound would make sense in a weird way, but <laughs> neither of my dogs are bloodhounds, and I would want them cast in it because I'm mm -hmm. their manager and I want ten percent of what they get. <laughs> so it's all yeah. It'll all be worked out. Netflix is involved. We'll figure it out. Netflix has the money. They're spending on all kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. And once we call them and pitch it to them, they officially are involved. So oh, sure. once, that, once Netflix even turns us down, they're involved. Oh, Netflix <laughs> is involved. Then you go to Hulu. You're like, Netflix is involved in this idea, but we wanted to throw it to you guys. I to bring it to you. Um, <laughs> you know, Netflix, Netflix, uh, Netflix showed interest. It was negative interest, but... I want this show to be a real thing so bad now so they can go back to this podcast and find out how it's all crap. And be like, stupid us. We bought a whole season of that show. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Something some else. guy who was drinking weird Sour Patch Kids cream ale and right. was talking out his ass. Right, there's another guy just drinking a soda stream bottle of liquid. It's a and very then a, bad. Then a guy in a Bitcoin sweatshirt. What the hell's going on with that what show? What's going on with the show? Are you okay? Right. You look like you look like you're being attacked by bees. Is everything no, okay? I just realized I don't have my diabetes thing. I might have to run downstairs. Oh, good Lord. That's not good. Where I feel get, bad. No, I'm really fine, but uh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. I'll you be your back. Huh? Oh, yeah. All right, okay. we'll turn we'll turn Cody's camera off for a minute. All right, so he I'll doesn't. Keep, I'll keep an eye on it. So you yeah. really don't you you I never don't heard any of those any personal questions of anybody? No, no, no. Hold on, that's not you what know I said what at all. Actually, is see that's not what I said, Noonan. I do ask questions of other people when I meet them, but I don't like the predictable question. That's a reverse of what they just asked me. I really dislike that version of getting to know someone. I don't know why. But couldn't you have now? It's ten years. Yeah, you never. Even if even if you didn't want to ask it as a follow up, right? You played the long game. I and somebody asked you what you studied in college. You went. I know they just want to tell me. Couldn't you wait like I, don't I know, five years and then bring it up? Hey, uh, you you talk about Drake. What'd you study at Drake? You miss your opportunity for some of those uh, early on questions, though, because if you don't ask them soon enough, then you feel like you're supposed to know them. I, right. I don't know. I I just I really do like something in the back of my brain resist the what did you in response to your question do that's the same as the question i, I don't know i hate it i don't know why i hate small talk too i hate okay. small talk more than pretty much anything else all right and not admitting that the fbi was involved in something <laughs> um but that's how so, you goose small talk by the way is you do not re-ask the question someone just asked you you go anywhere else and just see what happens well that's that's i think why this is my tip. I'm pretty good. Humanity. And you're pretty good at interviewing people because we ask questions. Mm -hmm. I don't, I listen, quite frankly, I talk about myself enough. I'm just <laughs> myself. I I've told, I probably haven't told every story, but I've told a lot. And the fact that I keep creating new stories and mm -hmm. you know, and, and there will be more to come once my dog and I start solving more crimes. Yeah. I can't um, wait. I don't, 
I would rather have somebody else and I don't care. They can tell me if I'm, if I'm stuck in a situation like that, you mm -hmm. can tell me any boring story you want. <laughs> you want to tell me how you were an archeology span major for 10 minutes. Uh -huh. I'm going to feign excitement. Okay. And, and then you're going to leave and go, man, Brian Newton really cared about what I do. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't care at all. He couldn't have cared less. He, Brian Newton left, left this encounter going, that guy spent four years digging in the dirt for yeah. that. God, he told me that story for a long time. Oh, if I had to hear you, got to use the brush very carefully on the fossils. <laughs> but, but I'm there and I do oh. something that I, I, I've had this ability for years. Like if you're telling me a real boring story mm -hmm. and I look like I'm staring deep into your eyes and I'm really intent, what I'm doing is somehow making my vision throw you into three or four D where like your eyes are coming out and your head is okay. going free. And I'm like, Oh, I'm entertaining oh. myself with special effects. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. Um, I, I will tell you that my approach to small talk does throw a lot of people off. I don't know if it makes people like or dislike you more, but they anticipate the question that doesn't come. And right. it's kind of fun to be in those scenarios. So, Oh, what did you study in school? I, Oh, I studied English. Uh, have you ever slapped somebody open-handed in the face? That, wow, that's not that's not where I thought this conversation was going to go. See, but that that would be much better. I would have it a would much, be much better, better time meeting that guy. It would depend where, like, if you're if I was at uh, a business function of my wife's, yeah, and I did that, that's going to reflect badly on her. You're wrong. You're Your so wrong. I mean, well, I mean, you've got to pick and choose where your crazy tangent goes. But you not doing small talk in every scenario can benefit people. Hmm. It can. It doesn't always. The FBI sometimes gets involved. Well, I don't know. Listen, if they have to get involved, if you can't afford the FBI, <laughs> then come to Brian and Hound uh, Detective Agency. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I want that Bassett. to be a show. <laughs> How about if it was a Bassett Hound? See, I would, watch, I would I would binge watch all of it, the whole thing. Sure, because there would be misadventures every week. <laughs> every week. Because you can't, you, listen, let's be honest. This is not going to be a procedural drama. No. So you're not going to, it's oh. not going to be like, oh my God, what's serious crime? It's not going to be an hour long drama. It's right. a half hour misadventure of an idiot and his dog walking around the neighborhood trying to solve crimes. On a like, shoestring budget because it's coronavirus times and we're not going to get a professional sure. you know, group out there to shoot it for you. It's Noonan, someone, uh, iPhone camera. And uh, a very bad recording of you and your dog solving mystery. The dog. Oh, look at that pumpkin is all smashed. Who could have done it? <laughs> and then we, then you cut to me on the porch, you know, with a squirrel tied to a chair, and I'm hitting it with a phone book. <laughs> Tell me. See. <laughs> 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 Little this, phone book. This is gonna win an Emmy. I can't wait to see Noonan walk up there. You know, when we were shooting the squirrel beating scene, I did not think we would be here, but you never know. <laughs> Life takes you go like James Lipton and you do it behind the scenes. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, Cody. We're I came in a weird time. Yeah, sure. Did you? You did. <laughs> Brian would go to the jewels and the binnies. Yes, he would. Of course I would. Because yeah. I had to go everywhere to search for the criminal. Mm -hmm. I go into Jewel. Uh see this pumpkin. It's all chewed up. Any idea? <laughs> no. And get your dog out of the store. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's, Sherlock. it's nine ten. You know what time it is. No. You just said it. It's listener. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me so. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to laugh. Trying to hold it. Okay. 
Oh, I, God, look how red I got. <laughs> oh, jeez. Gordon Zango. <laughs> it was just a delivery. The timing on that. <laughs> Perfect. Keep, keep talking Perfect. about squirrels. No. Perfect. Uh, Keep talking about squirrels. I'm glad it's 9:10. Oh, Cody, what time is it? Well, now it's 9:11. Yeah, so, you know, not a funny time. <laughs> <laughs> what What was the rest of the the sentence? I don't know, but it it doesn't matter the, what happened before. But <laughs> I kind of I kind of just want to leave it at that. Actually, if we're good, <laughs> probably best. Okay. Uh, oh, Maria says you guys small talk. You guys were talking about small talk. Uh -huh. We were. Yeah. We were. Did you find your device? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Are you all set? Okay, good. Good. Good, good. good, good. good. That's good news. Mm -hmm. We were just going over a couple plot points in the uh, pilot episode mm -hmm. for the show. Mm -hmm. We have yeah. un unnamed Brian Noonan uh, procedural. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I was exciting. actually a third of that. So where Craig said he'd be upset if Netflix didn't pick it up. Well, well I mean, we're going to have a bidding war with Netflix and Hulu and somebody's going to take it. Sure. Because somebody's going to show interest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Could be the FBI. Could be anybody. Uh, so yes. So we're gonna we're gonna call everyone. There's everybody. There's HBO Max. There's a million streaming services. This could be if I really uh, tone it down and take all the biting satirical comedy out of it. Could go with Disney Plus. Yeah. Make it a kid show. You the Mandalorian. Are you watching the Mandalorian? Is everybody watching the Mandalorian? No. no. And I want. There's a part of me that wants to. But as we discussed before, I dropped out of the Star Wars universe. Uh, Doesn't matter. When Jar Jar Binks came in and took a. Uh, an alien-shaped poop on the whole thing. It has, like, no connection to Star. It's just a really cool Western with fancy things. It's hmm. it's a very cool show. I know. I just read something today that there is controversy because is the there? child, which they call which Baby Yoda, is the more oh. cultural. He ate some woman's eggs, and this okay. caused uh, this caused a huge uproar in the gallery. I know, Cody. I don't know anything about it. other Because yeah. I'm like most people on the Internet. I read the headline and then I moved on with outrage. See, exactly. That's how people live. Um, it's exactly. Uh, Baby Yoda eats random stuff. That's a thing we've seen before. He's like, he's basically like a frog in some ways. And he <laughs> pulled, he pulled a little spider out of an egg and ate it. And then that all hell broke loose because a bunch of other spiders like came out of their eggs and the mom spider was very pissed. And somebody's take on the internet is that Baby Yoda ate a woman's child in front of her. Instead of that, he ate. Yeah, right. And and mom was pissed. Definitely very upset. And that was the whole episode. Was the mom spider like, was or the all the spiders trying to kill the protagonists? It was a very like Halloween esque episode in the middle of this season. Uh, so it was very cool. But yes, that take was ridiculous. It's a ridiculous take that this wow. was very upsetting because you know emotions would be involved. So you can't eat spiders now. Baby Yoda should not. Is what we're saying. We're actually saying that he's a horrible person now. I think. I think Baby Yoda is no longer a good guy. Why do they call? They don't call him Baby Yoda, though, right? No. He's the child. He's the the yeah. He the creature, the child, the, the creature, the child. And uh -huh. what's and uh, the Mandalorian's a dude who never takes his mask off. Is that what? Uh, That's what they all are. Oh, what are Mandalorians? Are they are they people? Are they robots? Robots? Boba, Boba Fett was a Mandalorian, yeah, right? Boba Fett's. He shot first. I don't see. I don't know Star Wars well I'm enough. Shot first. Okay. Hold on. I know, does, I know does, somebody shot first. I was trying to be do a, a hip Star Wars reference and it backfired. It's close. Does, do you know Star Wars at all, Cody, or no? Yeah. Oh, the Mandalorians are are a group of like fighters. They're mm -hmm. bounty hunters, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that right, Cody. Is, 
Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he knows. Yeah, are we done? Mr. I know everything about Star Wars. I know dirt. He's Star Trek only. Uh, I am watching Star Trek right now, but uh, I have I have Star Wars. I read I read books from the expanded universe back when that was not. Well, then you should be able to answer a simple question: If the Mandalorians are bounty hunters, yeah. What? Uh, who? Yeah, I'm not like that's not a <laughs> that's not a qual. That's just a that's not a. Who cares? I, I love I love how stressed you are right now. Like, yeah, yeah. I, think we've, I think we've caught you in some sort of a fabrication. Yeah. It seems. Yeah, what the hell? It would appear I, that you've never even seen a Star Wars film. Uh, it's weird. Maybe they're not focused on. I don't know. In the TV show, they explain what Mandalorians are several times, and okay. they're a whole group of like bounty hunter people. The bounty. This is not complicated. Is this like? <laughs> is this like the lore? Like after fifteen episodes, you learn that the Mandalorians are still bounty hunters. Well, was, wasn't uh, what's his name a bounty hunter? Boba Fett. After Han Solo. Boba Han Fett. Solo. Yeah, Han Solo was not a bounty hunter. Are we just gonna yell names from the yeah, Star Wars? Luke Skywalker! <laughs> Greedo was a bounty hunter. IG-88. Django. Uh, okay, he no, actually Django knows. Django was Dang untamed. No, you're right. Dengar. I was thinking Dengar. Dengar, IG-88, or Iggy. Um, Bosk. Wow. wow. I don't know any of what he's talking about now. I don't either. Now very lost. It's a weird flex. It is a weird flex right now. Yeah, Ron, flex. Who, had, who yeah. stole the Sun Crusher and flew it through an Imperial Star Destroyer and then into a black hole. He could start making stuff up, and I'd believe him. Yeah, right now it's like, okay, you got us. You, <laughs> you know Star Wars, all right. Anyway, they're they're Just made me crawl inside one of those uh, animals, cut it off, crawl inside to keep warm. This all happened because you mentioned something about a guy who doesn't take his helmet off, and all the Mandalorians don't take him off because there's like a religion component to their bounty. Oh, hunting. all right. So yeah. now I've been. There's a part of me that wants to kind of tune in one episode, uh, episode one, because mm -hmm. I just have to see this baby Yoda. Have you ever seen the TV show Firefly? No. It's really good. You should watch that one too. Of course. But I own it on DVD. Yeah, Firefly's great. Joss Whedon. Um, very good show. And I, I just like the Western element of both of these things. That's what's so attractive about that they're spaceships, but it still feels horses? no. Like I don't think so. Western. Okay. It's mm. Western-esque. Do they wear chaps? At times I think they might have. Can't totally back that That's up suspicious. though. Yeah. Oh, you'll like it. <laughs> Do you they like talk Edward? about how much they hate sand because it gets everywhere? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think they talked about that. That's real good Star Wars writing right there. Okay. So well, you remember I, that from the prequel? Right, so I don't need to know anything. I don't. No. I don't have to have been invested. No. I mean, at least I'm not. I, I want to know if Bosk is a pair. Bosk is uh, a pair. Is Bosk also a character? B o s s k is the bounty hunter. Oh, look at this guy! Wow, yeah. Captain Spellcheck. Wow, Good Captain Spellcheck. Uh, no, no, no. Captain uh, Spellcheck uh, was part of the Empire, I think. <laughs> no, I'm talking he about uh, third in command. No, Bosk <laughs> is a Trandoshan. Oh, I don't yeah, know what he's saying. Was, during, I, the, during the Clone I Wars, was Prime. Hold on, yeah. hold on. What vehicle? What vehicle does Bosk drive? Oh, it's um. If he gets this, I'm gonna. I yeah. You said the Star Wars card, uh, the Houndstooth. Oh my sweet God, yeah. is absolutely correct. Is that right? I eighty eight uh, flies the um. Oh my God, the IG so, so wrong. Like Two thousand IG five thousand. Absolutely a Star Wars fan. It's so IG's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All I apologize. Right. I am going to. I am going to apologize. Mm -hmm. Can you play the your Star Wars fandom into question? I apologize. Can you play the Imperial March in the Ocarina? 
And if you do, I will pull off my helmet to reveal my <laughs> true face. Which is a dog who fights crimes. That's right. This would be... Okay. We just end the quarantine cast. <laughs> I mean, whoop, and there's a basset hound with a bubble pipe. <laughs> what just happened? Good night, everybody. They all did drugs tonight. Yeah, that's something like that. Yeah, yeah, I was getting it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, there. Yeah, okay. It won't go that high. Okay. I, I don't have multiple octaves in. Oh, my God. Did this show make sense? Can the listeners tell us or the viewers or whoever you are? Because this, I had a great time. I think this is exactly what they've come to expect from this. Okay, this is it's it's everything. It's I'm gonna have flashbacks. Right, I'm gonna have flashbacks to the idea of you pulling your your face off, and it's a basset hound with a bubble pipe. You said yes, big bubble pipe. That would be my life would be complete. 2020 would turn good. Can, wait, can I shamelessly use the uh, quarantine cast to ask a question of the listeners? Please. Yes. While we're on it. Does, that uh, does it have something to do with a circular saw and a picnic table? No, no, not this. No, this is a different home repair thing. Oh, okay. Well, if you remember, I had a heck of a time getting a dishwasher from a big box store. Yes. And I come on the quarantine cast and, and everyone's like, oh, just go to this other place. And then I went there and then I got a dishwasher. It was great. Yeah. So, right. uh, I need a, uh, I don't know, I probably got to get a chimney sweep to make sure it's safe and like an air conditioning, heating, tune-up. It's a good company. I was thinking Lindemann just because I know their name from WGN, but right. you know any good like fireplace, HVAC, heating, cooling people in the Lombard area? Well, chimney sweeps are going to be different than, uh, chimney sweeps are going to be different than HVAC. I think, oh, I guess Lindemann does free chimney inspections, so yeah. not a sweep. All right, that's fine. Anyway, HVAC. People they can like you know install like a garage heater stuff like that. Uh, any any uh, any any local people. But you want them in, you want them in the western suburbs. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I want to ask a question to the audience too. I don't need a recommendation for a repair person, but do you think it's normal for a landlord to to be told that your dishwasher doesn't work and like it's collecting water and them to just be like, ah, it's okay, just stop using the dishwasher? Is that a normal response? No. Okay. No, that is not, that is not okay. a normal response at all. It's going to be a month before we leave this uh, place that we're in. And uh, he's just letting us, and the water's just sitting there. In he the, gotta in the fix it. He's got to fix it after you leave anyway. So yeah, he, should be, he should be fixing it now. Or And I'm not a lawyer. Okay. Uh, that's, <laughs> All right. that's my second Netflix show. Yeah. Where I'm the guy who's not a lawyer, but dispenses <laughs> legal advice. Much to everyone's chagrin uh -huh. and peril. Um, but there's a point where you go, listen, if you're not, if you're not making the repairs, I think you can... Take some of your rent away. You, you can withhold some well, rent. But it's the last month, and he said he's going to take it out and see what's wrong with it. And I'm worried he's going to blame us, too, by the way. It's going to be a way that he tries to withhold some of the deposit. I, I looked into it, Greg, and it just so happens that you washed something horribly inappropriate, and it broke everything. Was it a serving platter? You're not no. supposed to wash serving platters. We never use the dishwasher. Betty thinks it wastes water. But she's out of town, and I used it, and it clogged up. Oh, and no. that's where I know. That's where we are. Betty's going to be fault. so mad when she gets she, home. Yeah, I, I'm not telling her. I'm actually she, keeping that secret. She opens it up and it's just full of black mold and death. See? Okay. I don't know what to do here. How are you? At? One, bail that water out of there. All right. And then two, just walk away. Two, drink it. Drink it tonight? Yeah.
All right. No, next week on the quarantine cast. I will do it this evening if you play Old Lang Syne to end the show. <laughs> While you, you run up and get some yeah. dishwasher water, and right. Cody will run and get his saxophone. Yep. And then <laughs> I will kill myself in the show to see that saxophone. You will accompany your chugging of dishwasher stuff and, and residue. Uh, it's been like four days now, so that can't be good water. No, you got to get rid of that water. Okay. Whatever. I mean, that's that's the first thing. <laughs> and sure, is it dishonest to not tell your wife? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Absolutely. She, she could find it here now. Couple, She's not going to watch all the way to the end. No, she's not. No. She's going to she's gonna get to the point where Cody pulls out his Vuvuzela or whatever he was playing, and <laughs> you go, this is going down the wrong path for me. <laughs> and then it's all going to be, that's, it's not going to work out. I don't know. Would you, now I would, like, if, if our dishwasher broke, I would tell Debbie. Yeah, and she likes to use the dishwasher because mm -hmm. she's, you know, well, I was going to say lazy. Lazy is not the word. <laughs> um, she likes to use the dishwasher, as do I. I like, I like to. Oh, Maria makes a great point. It's going to smell. It's closed. Mm -hmm. Like, is it, is it sea monkeys it? in there? Okay. There's going to be all kind of stuff. All right. And you know, at some point before you move, Betty is going to go. I'm just going to check the dishwasher to make sure we didn't leave a goblet in there. Yeah. Did you say dishwasher? Washer. Dish I might have said dishwasher. Because uh, I just came back from the crick after getting my wash. Mm -hmm. but, um, I might have said washer. It's, you know why? Because I'm drinking a beer from the South. Yeah, and that's, it's, now I, I want to find my cousin, give her a big kiss. There's all kinds of things I want to do now. <laughs> uh, but you know she's going to open it and somebody go, yeah. Craig, did you know there was water in here? And you'll go, nope. She does, she does a deep clean of every place we move out of. Absolutely a deep clean. So it will be she discovered. Wants that, she wants that deposit back. I know. I know. So yes, I'm I'm playing a dangerous game right now because it will be discovered if I don't fix it and or tell her. Out of there. At least get the water out of there. You never have to tell her you tried to use the dishwasher. Yeah, but the, the landlord said uh, I didn't have to. <laughs> He's like, just I'll figure it out when you leave. Who are you married to? Wait. The landlord or your flat? <laughs> Thank you, Cody. I was okay. going to put it a little more base. Who's right. in your bed, the landlord or Betty? And we know yeah. your Betty's out of town, so it better not be the landlord. It's not. I, I think that would go very is, poorly for all. Is your landlord hot? Uh, my landlord's a man, so okay. to me. That wasn't the question, Craig. <laughs> Answer the question. The answer is also no. Right. Uh, no. He's not my kind of older guy. Okay. But like, weird sense, that that was my third say. show. Mean cross-examiner. <laughs> Tell it's us not if your landlord's attractive. Drama. It's just it's a, a show about people just asking other people questions. Yeah. What do you want for dinner? Answer the question, Craig. <laughs> That's the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you can't you can't worry about the landlord telling you not to take the water out. You're okay. you're hearing from two married guys. Mm -hmm. Take the water out. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll Get do all that out of there. there. Right. Dry it with things that you can throw away and burn, and save it for next week when we play the saxophone and I kill myself live on the show. No, you don't have to do that. You're going to make some right. other crucial error while Betty's gone that we'll be able to monopolize <laughs> on. That's obvious. There's going to be going to be something <laughs> else that is going to backfire horribly. Yeah. So that's, I think it's, I think that's a way we do that. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. By the way, I, I always revert. I want to ask you guys this question too. Brian, you were just a uh, bachelor for a while. I always yeah. revert to eating things out of the pots, which we've talked about before, but I'm doing that again. And I love it. I, I love every part of it. I wish it was socially acceptable that you could just do it that way. Cause there are less dishes, you know, well, like sure. you let it cool. I, I made pasta and meatballs the other day and I let it cool. Oh. And then I took it into my living room in its pot with a fork. And I consumed it while I watched uh, Dragon Ball Super. That's How what I did last night. Dragon Ball Super. I'm almost done. 
That's is what you get out of this story, Cody? Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, Brian. We, I, I, the follow-up questions need to happen. Go ahead. Is it good? There's a childhood element to it because, like, I watched Dragon Ball Z, which is a cartoon show, Noonan, when I was a kid with my I brother. Heard of Dragon Ball Z. That yeah, is animation. Even yes. my even my gamer tag on Xbox is inspired by Dragon Ball Z. It's what partially it? Goku. It's Rai Goku. It's Ryu from Street Fighter plus Goku smushed together. That's Rai Goku. If you want to game game me, look at how look at how impressed Cody is by that. Okay, this is like you learning. I played saxophone. Kind of me learning me learning that you named your gamer tag after Dragon Ball Z. That's yeah, so good. Guys, talk about games for a minute. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, and I I'm disappointed that I don't like Vegeta more, or I didn't as a kid, because he's a better character than Goku. By the way, my favorite character is Gohan, hands down. No, he's he's lame and super. You're not gonna like him. Oh God! All right, then I'm not gonna watch it because the Cell Saga to me, like that, that was it. Like Frieza I know everyone's all about Frieza, but it is like better. What's better? Frieza's better. Frieza Saga is better than Cell. Uh, it, he goes Super Saiyan for the first time. I remember as a little kid. No one gives a crap about what we're talking about right now. <laughs> but I remember as a little kid seeing Super Saiyan happen, and my mind exploded. I was like, that's the coolest thing that I've ever seen conceptualized in the history of cartoon shows. And I was, I don't know how old, whenever that first came out. And to this day, like, it's still special to think about that moment when I saw the good guy cartoon character defeat the bad guy cartoon character by transforming. <sighs> it was good. And the Ginyu Force was pretty fantastic. Yes. The way they posed every time. Mm -hmm. I like that. The, yeah. this, the characters in the Cell Saga were comparatively lame, but when Perfect Cell is fighting Gohan at the very end and he goes Super Saiyan 2? Correct. After his dad dies. Forget it. Yeah, and then his dad is like, the only reason you can't kill Cell right now is because you're holding your power back because you're worried you'll destroy the entire planet. Are Don't you going worry about incinerating the Earth. Just go full power. And then Gohan's like, okay, and he blows up Cell with enough power to destroy the Earth. Literally, that—that's dope. Are you gonna get? Are you gonna give that speech to your son at some point in your life? Don't hold back your power, son. So uh, my uh, my brother used to be married to uh, a, a a girl who had a kid, and I got him season one of Dragon Ball Z on DVD for Christmas one year. Nice. And I don't think he watched it, and I always held it against him. I don't think I ever forgave him. I was just like, no. So yeah, my kid's going to watch DBZ. Heck yeah. There we go. And Dragon Ball Super. Are you going to watch it then, Cody? Uh, I don't know. It's on I Hulu. Gotta get, I still got to catch up with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, okay. Which is another Japan anime, uh, Brian. It's about JoJo and his bizarre adventure. <laughs> I'll tell you something. You guys think you uh, discovered Japanimation. Uh, back when I was a child, we used to watch Speed Racer. We didn't even know it was Japanimation. Uh, I watched was, Speed Racer. Speed Racer was the bomb. He is the bomb, yes. You know, I didn't understand what was going on with him and Chim Chim and Spridal. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew his father was always angry for some reason. Spridal. Spridal and Chim. Spridal was his little brother. Yes. Chim Chim, uh, a monkey that wore overalls and uh may may be the basis for my dog detective uh Ooh. because at a young age i found that animals could do crazy things <laughs> you know i didn't realize maya the bee was an anime who is maya the bee maya the bee was a cartoon that i watched when i was like two or three it was on forever ago didn't even know it was an anime but uh i remember how do you remember watching tv when you were two or three i have a yeah, good memory with that stuff i don't know 
I mean, I have a good memory for all kinds of stuff, but somebody was, I was reading something the other day or somebody was saying, what's your earliest memory? I have no, I, I can't figure that out, but I, you know, I remember watching certain shows when I was a little kid, but not, you know, hold on. I got to see not if this actually many. happened or if I, if I dreamed it, I think what? I know what my earliest memory is. Uh Oh, I, I want to see if this actually happened. Did, did Teddy Rockspin ever cross over with the Care Bears? <laughs> the real question. Is there some I, sort of Teddy Rockspin Care Bear like special that was on TV at some point? That is a question way below my age bracket. <laughs> I know, you know, you don't know, the, I know who Ruxpin? all those people are. Okay. I know who Teddy Ruxpin is. Yeah. I know who Teddy Ruxpin is. I know who the Care Bears are. Okay. If they had a crossover, that's my first memory. If not, my first dream as a child was that they did have a crossover episode. Was it when uh, Teddy tried to date uh, the pink Care Bear? Yeah, I think that was it. It, it got really got her knocked up. Yeah, it got real adult. Oh, boy. very fast. Yeah, that's you know, honestly crazy. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Okay, I can't find it. I don't so, did you figure crazy. it out? Are you are you both in agreement that Dragon Ball, uh, whatever this <laughs> new one, is worth the worth your time? I don't even know where that tangent came from. Why did you bring up Dragon Ball Super, Craig? Uh, because that's how I was eating my pasta. I was eating my pasta oh, while he was watching. It. Oh yeah, so back to so. <laughs> wow, that was I love. See, I I love the the curious yeah. route these take. Yeah. Uh, no, when I was alone. Since your question was, if I do what you do, yeah, no. When Debbie you was should. gone, I would make myself dinner, and I would plate it, and I would open a bottle of wine, and I would sit no. down at the table, and I no. would eat it, mm -mm. and it was lovely. And it makes no it. sense. It makes no sense to plate it alone because it's you know just why, me Craig? Eating. I have a dishwasher, and I'm not afraid to use it. But it's just me eating. Like there's no need to plate. Scratch the pot. That's what my roommate told me all the time. And he thought I was eating the little like flakes off the bottom the flakes. And he said, I was going to die. I'm also not a hobo. You're ruining your pot, dude. You don't ruin I don't, your cookware. I don't unless think maybe he's using a big plastic spoon, Cody. I'll switch to that. I'll, I'll go that yeah, road. You should use plastic silverware. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> no, put it on a See Why? I don't understand. Truthfully, this is the same reason I don't ask the small, small Listen, talk question. Trash can, Johnny. Relax. <laughs> Craig, you've Nobody's never attacking. been one for a small talk question. I don't. I, remember, I hate him. I remember you like met a couple of my friends for the first time one time, and like mm -hmm. 15 minutes later, I walked by and you were talking about like polyamory and its yeah. merits and yep. like, what true marriage is or something. Yep. That's wow. a thing. What? That did happen. That. That's a good conversation. Actually, Craig, no, Craig, unironically, no, actually, one of the reasons that uh, my wife loves hanging out with you so much is because she's always like, Craig just like gets to it and he'll just like talk about like stuff. But you really, you really don't small talk, and that's like this. You is know really Cody's cool. wife's name. My wife. Do I know his wife's name? Yes, yes I know. That's it. the question. Yes. Do you know his yes. wife's name? Casey. I am aware. All right. Yeah. So no, I, it's, I think that's. I think that's to your credit that that you should okay. uh, know that that you should know that. Yeah. Well, because I was asking Noonan earlier if we have to do small talk or if we can just not do it, and then I forget to ask the silly questions later. But the pot thing, everyone should embrace it. You should try it. You should eat out of a pot that you cooked a food item in and not dirty other items. If you're not intent on sharing, there's no, my germs aren't impacting it. It's just me. And I can, when I'm done with it, I can tinfoil it, put it in the fridge, cook it the next you day, the eat it again. in the fridge? Yeah, Betty does that. I, I copy Betty. That's fine. You tinfoil it. You tinfoil it, Noonan. This, this I understand the, the covering portion. It's the, it's what the food is in that I don't understand. You How many pots it. are you putting in your fridge? What do you have, a giant industrial walk-in refrigerator? <laughs> I think we have like three Wait, or four. Emerald Lagasse? 
You know, we, you don't put pots in the refrigerator. She That's a Betty thing. The the beans are always in the same pot, and when we're done eating them, if there's more beans left, they go in the fridge, and then they come back out and get cooked again. She's recooked a, a pot of beans like six times for breakfast. It's just a thing. I've just accepted it. I do it now, too. Uh, here's one for both of you. All right. When you're alone at home, uh, or even with your spouse, do you ever lick the plate clean? No, that's disgusting. I will sometimes take my finger. No, that's great. Lick the plate like no. Fred Flintstone. And yeah, no, I Fred Flintstone it. Wow. I can't, I can't lick my fingers. I think that's gross. Oh, no. no. Yeah, really? that's I think that's real you gross. You like a guy who's living in a boxcar. I do. You can't lick your fingers? I think that's super <laughs> gross. I think it's disgusting. And if like we go to a movie and we're sharing a popcorn and you lick like, even if you get so much butter, you lick a little bit, I'm done with that popcorn. What if you're eating ri ribs or wings? It's gross. Actually, I use a fork with ribs sometimes. I sacrilegiously. I hate Dude, it. I, the Craig, finger thing, I hate it. Craig, when when uh, when we were little, there was an episode weird. of- there was an episode of Pete and Pete on Nickelodeon. Did you watch that? Love that show. All right. I, I didn't. I didn't, but I saw an episode one time and there was some guy, some weirdo, and he <laughs> was like, I have the perfect etiquette for every food. I can eat every food the perfect way. And he'd like put the thing on a plate. He wouldn't drop any crumbs. He'd get every little mm -hmm. spot. And then they were like, all right, we're going to challenge you to this. And they gave him, it was rings or wings or, or barbecue ribs or something like that. And he eats it with the fork and blah, blah, blah. And then it's, you know, they're all cleaned off. It's flawless. He's like, look at that. And Pete or Pete, I don't remember which. Okay. Looked at him and they were like, actually weird, dude, you failed the challenge because the right way to eat barbecue is with your hands. And then he like <laughs> breaks down and he's like, no, you're right. Uh. So according to Pete and Pete, you're doing I'm it wrong. wrong. I know. I'm I'm very odd. I think is what we've all discovered on this show. I don't need Pete and Pete to back up my claim that he's doing it wrong. Yeah, I I have no problem eating something directly out of a pot. I have every problem with licking my fingers if they have anything on them. I will so, clean them. But you will eat with your hands, correct? I if I have to. I mean, it's not pizza, sandwich, pizza, taco. Uh, taco's fine. There's not. There's no grease. Hamburger. Hamburger. If it gets a little greasy, is disappointing. But otherwise, it's fine. I don't like the, I don't like I don't like food items on my hands. You know that's, that's not why God made your fingers able to fit in your mouth. No, Just no, that's why you right off. Off. Now, God, Debbie, when we were first dating, Debbie wouldn't eat stuff like that out. Like right. she wouldn't eat ribs or anything because you know now she eats it like you know. Yeah, she doesn't care. Because uh, now it's just me, and who cares? She doesn't have to impress me, so she'll eat however she wants. So will I. Can but, we go down that awkward thought for a second? Sure. The the fart thing. How long did it take in your relationship for the, the significant other to fart in front of you? Seven minutes. Seven minutes? Did you have you told this story before? No, I, I'm kidding. Betty, Betty held that for months. Really? How yes. long for months? She had never farted in front of me. It was like months into our relationship where eventually a fart happened in front of me. And she was so embarrassed by it. And I was like, I didn't even know you were not doing it on purpose. Like I didn't even, and I, th I thought it was the sweetest thing. It's a very odd, but I thought it was a very sweet thing. And I, I think that she's alone. Boy, I don't know. Okay. I, to be honest, I don't remember because it means so little to me. Gotcha. That well, it, yeah. You know, if she had, if she had, you know, it's not the first night. It's not like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, my name's Brian. <laughs> Hi, I'm Debbie. Oh, good for you. Cool. Um, nice to meet you. Good for you. Out of a pot. And then I'm going to walk away. <laughs>
I'm Debbie. Good for you. Come do you have an answer to the question or no? What question? Maybe his wife still has not. Maybe, maybe he doesn't want to talk about it. Wait, what how long, how long into the relationship did it take for the lady to pass gas in front of you? I don't know that she does. She doesn't really do that. <laughs> Most women don't do that. I bet okay. when the baby was born, she cut one. Yeah. It's good talk. We had a lot of pushing there. I don't I remember. Like there was a happened. lot happening at that moment. I don't mm -hmm. remember. Like, I don't but think you I hadn't had your coffee, so you weren't really alert. I hadn't had my coffee. I mean, how, who could know? Girls um, don't pass gas for Maria. I think this used to be a thing, right? Like you used to hide this. Because they're more refined. Yeah, I know. They're better are. than us. I can't. Now, all right. Betty will put the beans back in the in the pot in the refrigerator. She will not eat out of the pot, will she? No. That's disgusting to her. She thinks yes! I'm gross. Yeah. yeah. She thinks I'm gross. That's why I only do it when she's not here. You're gross. Why? Well, except for the finger thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with licking your plate. That's gross. You put it through the dishwasher. The only thing on it is food. Well, I'm not saying it's not a hygienic. Where's, where's the plate then? Not, you know. That's why I do it with my finger. That's a little more, you know, civilized. No, it's not. No, because that what about, is. What about if you ever had a, like a porterhouse steak or a T-bone steak or something? You pick the bone up and get all the meat off the bone like a rabid dog. I only eat filet mignon. I do that. Fancy. No, anytime we make bone in ribs or pork chops or steak or anything, once I'm done with the fork and knife part, I always pick it up and I gnaw off of it. Me uh, too. Have uh, you ever have you ever wanted to do that when you were out at a restaurant? I don't know if I have or not. I mean, I I've haven't, never done it at a restaurant, but I sure have wanted to do it. Dude, let's just do it. Let's go to a restaurant once this whole quarantine thing I is over. Do it. I love just picking. That's what as kids we started doing, and you got grease all up your face and your no. ear. No, it's so primal. I can't believe it. Do I let the dogs lick the plate? No, no, no. Oh, you don't. Why not? Well, one, I'm not giving them that food because it might upset their stomach. <clears throat> sure. And so, no, I don't. It's not. Again, it's not. I know the the dishes are going in the dishwasher, so it's not that. It's just, you know. First of all, if I've clear, what am I leaving food on my plate for my Craig? I'm gonna, you know, put it in a pot. I, I don't like. I don't plate. like uh, bone-in chicken. I don't like that because of the same problem. The problem you so just you talked about. You pick up a piece of fried chicken and. You know. No, I, I like boneless everything because I don't have to think about the fact that it used to be uh used to be not food. No, dude, we we got we got B dubs a few nights ago and uh boneless. You no, know, yeah, we got the boneless. We got like 30 boneless wings and Casey brought it back and it was it's like this is like chicken McNuggets, but like yep. bad. They're worse. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, you gotta add that. the bones are the flavor. My dad taught me the bones are the flavor comes from. Yeah, you always, I always nice. If we says eat, that too. I never get boneless pork chops or boneless rib. Like I don't like uh filet mignon particularly. Like I gotta have no. that bone in there. No, no I mm. I would have I would have admitted that you're right about everything you just said, except filet mignon. That's delicious and the I best of the meats. Mm -hmm. No, it is the it is uh it's a really good cut. It doesn't because it's not because it's not uh no, it's the best of the meat. bone and it it's it's very lean, so it doesn't have a lot of that that flavor that you'll get from a nice marbling of fat. In say mm -hmm. a, a strip steak or ribeye or something. I'm confused yeah. what you're saying. It's the best of the meats. If filet mignon is the only Beautiful. meat. It's never. It's always too well done. There's no yep. way to cook it. Oh, then you just cooked it wrong, brother. Yeah, that's that's, that's that's your problem. It Somebody should always be rare. Me, my mom for something. Oh, it was for Easter because we couldn't all get together. So she sent my brothers and I a box that had a couple Lou Malnati's pizzas in it and a couple fillets. 
It was very generous. And they gave you the directions on how to grill the fillets from uh, whatever restaurant they came from. I forget. But um, I followed those directions. And those fillets were the one, they were the best I ever cooked because yeah. I knew exactly the, the right time. And I was standing out at the mm -hmm. grill with a stopwatch. And it was like, bang. And I'd they were so good. But if I had a porterhouse or a bone-in ribeye or something, Ugh. I'm I'm down 100%. I think my I grandfather a steak. I think my grandfather always, I think my grandfather always ate filet mignon too. I think it's a family thing. It's an Italian East Coast thing. Oh no, I love filet mignon. I love a good filet mignon. There's okay. nothing a nice bacon wrapped filet mignon. Oh, you like see? blue cheese or horseradish cap on mm -hmm. it. There we go. Forget about it. So Noonan, you're you're actually bringing us all together here. Cody and I have differing opinions and Noonan is is merging that gap. You know why? Cuz I will eat any kind of meat. <laughs> What about ham? Do you put that on the out of context quote of the night? Oh, we don't yeah. do that anymore. That was when we were on radio. You won't uh, eat ham. Ham's gross. Ham is gross. Yeah, it is. It's, it's gross. No. Thank you, Craig. It is. I'll it's eat any kind of beef. There you go, Cody. Mm -hmm. Mr. Correct, Mr. I, correct everything. Well, you, you mentioned Easter and uh, how you had to do a socially distance Easter. So is that the plan for Thanksgiving for Turkey Day? Yeah, it's uh, Molly will be here, and it's the three of us. So I've already I've because I've panicked a little bit that uh, you know the word is because people will be having smaller gatherings that small turkeys or just turkey breasts will be hard to find. I've already mm. scouted out, and I'm buying my turkey breast tomorrow so that I can. And my mom said my mom has two refrigerators at her house, and our freezer is very small. So I'm going to store my turkey breast at my mom's for a couple weeks till I bring it home and uh, begin to thaw it. So yes, it will we'll be doing. But I'm making all the accoutrements, you know. Uh, I'm gonna do the whole thing. This is I. I know this is not going to ring, uh, not going to sit well if any of my family uh, happens to wander. <laughs> but again, they're not going to listen this far in either. No, it's too far. Uh, they don't listen. They don't want. If I was in person, they wouldn't pay attention to me for yeah. this long. Say so, all the bad things about them. No, I just don't. I just couldn't this. be happier that we don't have to go anywhere for the holidays. I, this is to me, uh, I'm going to say it. Thank God for the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Now I say that tongue in cheek, of course, right. mm -hmm. don't cancel me. Don't dox me. I'm no. kidding. Right. But the fact that I don't have to, and the fact that I have to say that is sad, but also the fact that I don't have to go anywhere for Thanksgiving. And my brother who hosts Thanksgiving is a phenomenal cook and the food is always out of this world, mm. but I have to go to his house to eat it. Uh, and I like my brother, but I just don't like going to his house. I don't like going to anybody's house. And Christmas, as anybody who's known me for any amount of time, Craig, you won't know this, even though you've known me for over a decade. I've never uh, asked. I do not. I do not like going anywhere at Christmas. I don't. Uh, after the giving of gifts to my daughter and wife, I want nothing to do with presents and all that other hogwash. And the pressure of everybody trying to have a good time on Christmas is right. awful. So the fact that we don't have to leave the house this year on Christmas is great. Mm -hmm. Even though I'll have to, I'll cook another deal that that night. Probably a nice prime rib or beef tenderloin, Craig. The full fillet. Now, remember, you said that your family isn't watching at this point in the show. So, who's your least favorite brother? Let's just keep going. <laughs> I lump them all together as one okay. being. All right. I, I love I love my brothers. It's sure, but if I you had to like, pick, I you don't had to like, shove one I off a cliff. I don't like Christmas. That's like the if, problem. If you were on a space that was shrinking and one person had to go, who gets pushed? Out of the five of us, yeah, and my do I take my my own self loathing out of the equation because I automatically pick me as my least favorite brother? You sacrifice yourself first. 
only to get away from the four of them. I got you. I would no, not do that. If it, if it were me and my family members on like a raft, if it was a, a Leo DiCaprio situation, like somebody's not going to get to stay out of the freezing cold water, I would, I would push somebody else. I'd stay on. <sighs> okay. Let's <laughs> think about it this way. How does it feel? Is it, just, is it just my, my two sisters and my brother or all the, the um, rest no, of the family? So you can give me the option to go to my extended family. Well, my third cousin's kind of a jerk. Right. Uh, I don't even know if I have a third cousin. Yeah. You think I do? I probably might. You could. I think you probably do. It depends. I think it would depend on who's. I'm not it would, tracking my roots. It would depend on who's complaining the most out of the four of us, probably. And I can I can envision who that might be. Here's um, the problem. It doesn't matter who I would want to throw off. The four yeah. of them would turn on me oh. very oh. quickly. I would absolutely oh. be shoved off. Yeah. So there's yeah. A, at that point it doesn't matter. Look Wait at, a second, Craig. Did you ask Brian what which one of his brothers first? You know, he'd get rid of first, just yeah. so that someone would ask you which one of your siblings. <laughs> no, I did like, not. You, I did not you do that. Bring that up. You were like, well, you know not. what I would do. You know what I would I do. Not. Oh. I just I, hold on. I realized after the question was out there that I I could answer it. I just realized uh, I could. Yeah, and then you did. Cody, you were pretty into it, Cody. Yeah. Oh, Maria, that's the holiday spirit. <laughs> Listen, I have so much baggage. We would need eight uh, Bellman to help unpack it. Mm -hmm. But I will just say the Christmas, the holidays when, when we lived in California were some of my favorite because I like eating holiday dinners early in the day, like three o'clock or so. Uh, my family is a late night. Like Thanksgiving is supposed oh. to be at five. It never comes on till seven. No. Uh, Christmas, the same thing. So when we were in California, and I know it sounds selfish, but it's not because it's well, it's selfish a little for me. But it, my my immediate families there, my wife and daughter, and we we created a a thing for ourselves. And we would always call, and we would always talk to people. And I know on Thanksgiving we'll do a Zoom because everybody's going to be in all different locations, and you know. That's that's just it. I I would rather I would rather us do our thing. That doesn't mean I never want to see my family or hang out with them or you know or talk to them. It just means on those two days, Christmas more than any other. Like Thanksgiving, I can deal with because usually I was working and I would get off the air and I would race to my brother's house. And for a number of years, Debbie and Molly were down at Debbie at my mother in law's in South Carolina, so I was alone anyway. So I would either race home, let the dogs out, then go to my brother's, wolf down food that they had already eaten and see everybody for, you know, an hour. Go, thanks. So for Christmas, but for Christmas, it's always, Christmas is a weird thing for me. Maybe we'll get into it more. Maybe, you know, we'll get a therapist on and try to unpack that. So let's, let's do the thing that Cody was also referencing a second ago. Cody, do you have holiday plans? Are you doing holiday things? Uh, yeah, I was gonna play the saxophone. Um, like I do every year, I've done that every year. Uh, I've marched in a band of saxophones down Michigan Avenue. Uh, every year I've done this since uh, aught 11, I think. Um, let's see, with my seven saxophone playing brothers that I've never told you about. Uh -huh. Uh, let's see, that's about it. Yeah, because the no, two I know don't play the saxophone. I'm glad you have others. Yeah, no, no, there's none of that. No, my um, <clears throat> my sister's offered to host. I, I am not optimistic that uh, like she's out in the Rockford area. I'm not optimistic that um, someone at her work won't become diagnosed with. Here's what like we have had multiple arrangements to see family members, and every single time 
in the last month, every single time, days before we're supposed to actually meet up, they contact us and they're like, oh, a coworker was just tested positive for COVID. I interact with them. Now we have to quarantine. Now, fortunately, most haven't gotten it. But if you work somewhere and someone tests positive for COVID that you just came in contact with, according to the state or the government or whoever, Fauci or somebody, you're supposed to quarantine for two weeks. So, you know, I think she and her husband will hopefully be happy and and healthy and safe. But uh, I would not be surprised if we don't hear from them in five days and they say, oh, hey, our director of whatever just got tested positive. So now we got to quarantine. So, you know. And I don't want to go down some crazy long path, but for me, at least at this point, it's like, it's one day and it's, it, it's sad if we have to miss it, but it's one day. And and so I'm willing to, I'm willing to bite that bullet and me more so more willingly than others to just go, you know what? I can eat Turkey and stuff at home. And <laughs> I don't have to sit on a folding chair at a table that's been elongated from the dining room. I, you know, I'll sit in my own chair. Yeah. I'll, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll talk to my brothers and my mom and we'll all from wherever we're at, wish each other happy, happy Thanksgiving. And then, you know, there won't be the tension that, you know, cause somebody's something's not cooked right or somebody didn't, it'll be fine. The holiday bumper sticker for the show. I can eat Turkey and stuff at home. We can sell that for the quarantine cast. Just Brian Noonan show. I go hoodie. You're going to be out on your deck smoking because okay. your family's not around. Yeah, there you go. I'll be. Yeah, I mean, I that's just it. I don't. I don't know. Again, we there. A lot of people have differing opinions, um, and opinions are like the uh, holes that we poop out of. Everybody's got one. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are nicer than others. Mm-hmm. Some of them are more fact based than others. <laughs> so you, people are going to. Here's the thing. People, oh, hold on, Tammy, I'll get to you. People are, um, people are going to do what they want, and everybody's got to choose. Uh, as things, as we see things getting worse and worse all over, people will have to make decisions as to what their threshold is, because everybody's. There's people who've been taking this seriously from the very beginning. There's people who got on board a little further down the line. As things changed and new guidelines are coming out, people are making their decisions as they go. And I think the holidays are going to be one of those where you really have to decide if a tradition is worth the gamble. And that's, that's what it is now, because, you know, we all know that some people get it and that's cool. No, no big deal. Some people get it and it's eh, kind of a big deal and it messes them up for a while. Some people get it and that's it. And then we don't know even the people who survive how what's what, holds them down the line, what things are going to, you know, be long-term stuff. So for me, uh, it's just better to go, all right, we'll, we'll talk, but we can, you know, we've had a lot of dinners as a family, as a, as an extended family down the line. And I anticipate God willing, we'll have a lot of meals together as time goes on. And so to me, one meal on a Thursday in November, it's not a big deal. You know, it's just not. Uh, Cindy says she's staying home. Tammy said, hey, Brian, did your mom ever get her bedrooms cleaned out? LOL. Tammy, big news. Yes. The the rooms have been all painted. There was a, my mom calls. So the one bedroom has been kind of a hellscape for a long time. Wait, hold on, hold on. Does Craig know you have a mom? 
<laughs> Craig, I have a mother. Okay. Uh, I had a father. He's passed away. Uh, was oh. a veteran. Today is Veterans Day. Thanks to all who yeah. served. What uh, branch was he in? He was in the Army in Korea. Oh, wow. My grandfather cool. was Army in Korea. See there? Look at what we've learned about each other. That is great. What if they were trench mates together? That would be awesome. Nah, my dad hated Italians. Okay. Uh, <laughs> did either of them play saxophone? No. All right. No. But two, my dad once knifed a bluesman. What? <laughs> I don't know how that story ties in. I know that story. Uh, I asked about it. Yeah, you know that story. Sure, yeah. sure that's the one story. Yeah. That's the one story Craig knows. Oh, oh the, the old knife to bluesman. bluesman. Sure. <laughs> Got it in from stem to stern. For yep, 20 I remember. Yeah. Whole thing. Hey, guy owes you money. A guy owes you money. Am I right? Right. You got to collect. I'm You're Italian right. mafia. Yeah. F you pay me. Mm -hmm. If I could paraphrase Goodfellas for a minute. You can <laughs> and did. Of course I did. That's my stock and trade. Stealing other people's. <laughs> your mom. You're talking about your mom. So my, you, I don't know if you've been the whole saga of all the work we've been doing at her house. So mm -hmm. we finally got the bedrooms cleaned out. Everything was done. And then my mom hired some guys to come and pull all the furniture from the two bedrooms down to the living room. Cause she was having the floors done after the guy came in and got all the old wallpaper off and patched stuff and, there was a hole, little hole in the ceiling. So he cut it out and <laughs> my mom calls me. Oh, Brian, we're having some trouble. I said, what's, what's going on, mom? Well, Mark cut a hole in the ceiling and then he called me up and you could see right outside. And I was like, <laughs> That's not good. I That's said, how a hole just, works. You just got your roof, your roof done. She, and she had like six years ago, she had a new roof put on her house. Um, well, they think it was whatever. They think it was squirrels or something, which again is why I need to take the dog and go solve crimes because mm -hmm. squirrels shouldn't be breaking into somebody's house. So anyway, but to, to cut to the chase, yes, mm -hmm. the roof got fixed. She called a couple guys. They came. They fixed the roof. The painters were done. Yesterday, they or Monday, they came and did the floors. So the two bedrooms are all finished. Now she's waiting and she's having the, the interior, the inside of the closets. He's coming Thursday to put or Saturday to put all the stuff inside the closets. Then the furniture will go back up. And then the final room, he's going to go in and uh, he can, he said, Oh, I can paint that with the furniture and stuff in there. And yes. So yes, everything is done. And I expect it to all be filled with crap in about six weeks. Nice. Uh, so all my work will be for naught and there Debbie, all Debbie, my work. And that's how I, that's anytime my mom, tries to do something, you know, like bring more stuff in or go, Hey, I was going to, uh, I was going to buy this or that or whatever. Uh, I go, listen, I have to come out and help you because I'm your son. Debbie doesn't. And she's done all this work. And if you do that, you're just, you're just spitting in our faces. So I lay some guilt on her <laughs> and it works. She'll go, you know what? She, she, not that day, that day she'll put up a fight and then I'll get a call or a text like two days later. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about what you said. And, uh, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. I did. I would never want to uh, disrespect you or Debbie and all the hard work that you've done out here. So uh, you're right. Oh, okay. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. So yesterday I tried. All right. So she's got these dishes and she's 82 and she's got arthritis. So she can't, she can't really reach high. And she's got these dishes in her cabinet and they're heavy, like Craig, you wouldn't you wouldn't know, but dishes have different uh, heft to them. 
Mm-hmm. She shouldn't use them. Rabbit. You know my. I'm talking about a dish, a plate. You uh, know, I, you know my advice to fix this problem for your mom is she shouldn't use dishes. Well, she's she basically just orders in all the time now. There so you go. Better. Um, but she, so the dishes are too heavy to get everything out. Yeah, don't use them. She didn't. She bought new plates, lighter weight plates. But you know where those are? In two boxes in the living room. <laughs> and so I said, and we've talked about in the past, like a couple of weeks ago when I was out there, I said. So mom, how about I take all the old dishes that you can't lift anymore and I take them and I donate them and I'll put the new ones in your dishwasher. Yeah, she's got a dishwasher, Craig. 82, there's a dishwasher. <laughs> I said, and then we'll put the lightweight ones up and you got them instead of having them sitting here in boxes in the living room when we're trying to clean stuff out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Okay. So I told her we're going out Friday to do some, to do a few things. And I said, Ma, how about I do that with the, I get your plates out. No. I go, what do you mean? No. Well, I've taken one out of the box and I just use that and I wash it and I use it again. I'm like, so you have a cat, you have a cupboard full of dishes that you can't lift and boxes of dishes that you can't use because they're in the box in the living room. (laughs) Yes. We'll do that another time. Okay, I I have no idea. So just ask her. I can't talk to you anymore. I have to hang up. Just ask her what her feelings are about eating stuff out of the thing she cooked it in, and just see what she says. If she's if she's game to do it, this could change her life. I'll run it by her. Okay, you got. Uh, She likes to give things a lot of thought. Got it. Pro move. You got to wait for it to cool down. You can injure yourself with my Mm. system very quickly. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Yeah. Uh, Roger Badish, award-winning bestseller. You still here? Roger Badish just joined the chat. Uh, saying Craig still using paper plates. No, Craig doesn't use plates. Uh, <laughs> you'll have to rewind a little bit to get to that story. But Roger, go back. you're here. Wanted to mention use your circular saw uh, for the first time today. Today, while I was watching my son, while my wife my wife worked, I watched four hours of YouTube videos, safety tutorials, and uh, and tutorials on how to use a circular saw. And a table saw, because my dad gave me an old craftsman table saw of his. Because um, I needed both to make base traps, so I spent a couple hours. And after I was done, they're not a thing. I, uh, I no, I made, I do it. I cut stuff. It was cool, and I didn't hurt myself. I have all my fingers. It's mm-hmm. great. So look good tomorrow, tomorrow the, the assembly. All I have to do is assemble them. I just gotta like basically put everything together, and then uh, next week you'll see the base trap behind me. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. Before I'm we excited. go, uh, but earlier I said, Roger, anyway, sorry. Before we, I wanted to, uh, earlier I said I wanted to troll Cody for a minute. Craig, will you indulge me for a second? Sure. As I, as I troll Cody. Oh for a my God. <sighs> I'm so pissed. Oh, wow. I'm so pissed. This is the Prop Days box. Uh, I was a lottery winner for. Bourbon County Stout, and I, I think I can say that next week we will have the brewer uh, and maybe the R&D guy from Goose Island talking about this year's Bourbon County Stout releases. But, Cody, uh, these were some of the things that were in there. Uh, this is the uh, the oatmeal stout with uh, aged in bourbon, bourbon barrels with coffee and maple. Coffee and maple. That's the one I want. So, so this is the number special number four stout. Oh um, there were two bottles of the proprietor's blend. Yeah. 20. 
Yeah. They come oh in their own box. God. The proprietors does because this is only sold in Chicago. Very, very limited uh, edition. This year, it's aged in bourbon barrels with cocoa nibs, pistachios, cherries, and vanilla. Okay. Delicious. Uh, so you got two bottles of that. You got a four ounce uh, tasting glass, which I've already washed and put in the cabinet. So uh, that is not there. And then one of these days I will open this. Oh, mystery. Oh, it is mystery. It is barrel aged with coconut. That's interesting. That is interesting. That is going to be something. Uh, now, Cody, I know uh, envy is one of the seven deadly sins, and I can see you turning green, much like your hero, the Hulk. But uh, I just, I, I did this. Uh, I guess to be mean a little, but just to uh, kind of show you, so we could tease our guest next week. And no, it came in this beautiful it, box. To be to be crystal clear, uh, the reason I'm so upset about it is because. We got an email from Goose Island. You sent me another email separately. We all were like, oh, they just announced how prop days will happen this year. Tomorrow, they're opening registration to enter the lottery to go to prop days and get it. And because I have a newborn and no sense of time and no schedule and no calendar checking, I forgot to enter. Now, if wow. I had entered and not gotten it, I would have just been like, okay, look at the draw. Maybe I'd be envious, but I'm just pissed at myself. Well, so I had, pissed. to be honest, and I didn't tell you this before, I had Debbie enter two, mm. and then if we had both won, I was going to give you the opportunity to buy the, uh, to oh, buy the box. You are this, was not, this was not, uh, you know, as much as we love Goose and Bourbon County Stout, I had to pay for this. I, yeah. I got gotcha. the lotto. I bought it. But man, I, I'll tell you real quick the pickup, everything last year and years previous. And Craig, you're not you're not a big beer guy because uh, you can't drink that. Well, you drink that right out of what it's made in. So you, I do. I think you would like that. Um, <laughs> but they always have this big Proprietor's Day festival to give super fans an early access to this beer. And if you if you're lucky enough in the past to win tickets to prop days, you could go and you had the opportunity to buy uh, you could buy a couple bottles of proprietor's blend or a you know, whatever you could buy little things. Well, this year, because of covid, of course, they couldn't have this festival, which Cody and I were uh, fortunate enough to go to last year, went with Dave Plyer and his producer, Curtis, um, and we bought our stuff this year. You know, they couldn't do it. So it was, you, they did the lottery and. If you won, it was like, all right, here's the deal. You pick, you won. So now go on and you get to every weekend in November, uh, they were doing pickups for Saturday and Sunday. So you picked your, your two-hour window to go pick up your stuff. And you went to the United Center parking lot. And they had big signs. I put it on the, the Brian Noonan Show page. Big signs. This So you drove through and you had your ticket and you had your ID on your dashboard. And they had somebody with masks and they were like, okay. And he scanned your scanned your ticket, and they put a little, they went to your passenger side door and put a little blue string on your door handle. And then they were like, okay, now you leave this parking lot, you take a right on Madison, go up to, go up to Damon, Damon up to, uh, what is it, what's it on? Fulton, whatever, whatever, whatever street uh, mm -hmm. the brewery's on. And there were signs okay. and there were people. And <laughs> as you got, as you pulled up in front of the brewery, they had a lane and three different stations stacked up with the boxes. And you you stopped, and the guy went, go to number three. 
pull up to number three, you pop it. Here you go. Contactless, everything. And you were gone. It was the smoothest system I have ever seen. Nice. There's a flaw in this system. What is it? They put a string on your passenger side door and that told the people at the other place to give you booze. They, that told the people that they had checked in, that they yeah. had scanned your. What would have stopped me from putting string on my passenger well, side it was, door? It was a plastic band. It was like a plastic. Okay. Band. And you I, like you would have had to, have but you would have known you, you could have told me and then I could have followed with my own. I forget if I had to show my thing again. He could have ruined the whole no, system. To, nah. Cody, Cody could have got one. See, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I think these were specific. This was a pretty, this wasn't random. It wasn't like a ball of twine. Call the Basset Hound. You know, I got to figure I, it out. I will say last year, uh, I, if you remember the, on Black Friday is when they release all these yes. Bourbon County variants. If you remember last year, I went to Whole Foods because I lived down the block from one in Lincoln Park. I went to Whole Foods like, man, at like 5.30 in the morning. They opened at 7. And I stood there like an idiot alone for the entire hour and a half. Uh, and one minute before they opened, another guy showed up. And I didn't even, he, there wasn't even a line. So I just walked in the second they opened. I think a guy came in behind me. And I walked up and I'm like, can I have a bunch of beers? And I bought everything I could. Then I was pretty disappointed because you could still get wheat wine and Mon Cherie and the original basically everywhere. Like it's not right. that limited. It that was said, not last year. It was not. Yeah. That said this year, now that I know the prop, the proprietor's blend. Well, th that said this year, now that I don't have a proprietor's blend because I miss prop day and I know it's a Chicago only release. I'm strongly considering driving into Lincoln park on black Friday and going to that whole foods again and trying to get my hands on some. Yeah, I would do that because Benny's is doing no lines this year. They're selling packages uh, beforehand, so they're not letting you line up. It's oh, a whole, cool. it's a whole big thing. Nobody's letting nobody's letting you line up because this is a big. It's a it's weird that it's such a big deal, but it is real. It's a big deal, and I I was gonna have one tonight. I was gonna have one because I have this uh, last thing. Uh, not last thing about my sickness, but last thing I'll share tonight about it. I, I want them and I have them, but now I don't want to drink them because then I won't have them anymore. <laughs> but also the reason I didn't drink one tonight is I had two, I have a 2018 original bourbon County stout and a 2016 barley wine in the refrigerator. Ooh. And I, I looked at the barley wine. I was like, Oh, I'm going to drink the barley wine tonight. It was 15 and a half percent alcohol. Mm -hmm. So by this time, uh, I'd have been, forget about it. I would have been cursing. I would have been doing six shadow puppets. I would have been telling you both, you know, to take a, <laughs> and then the other one was 14 and a half. And I was like, boy, either one of these is going to be bad. And Debbie said, well, just drink one this, that, because Debbie won't drink them. And I uh, am of the opinion, once you open it, you should drink the whole thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is not how, what you can do. They say you can put a stopper in it and save no. it for a day or two. But what's a you, can, you, can. you can save it for a day. I've done this before where I would, where I would pour one or two snifters and then put a stopper in it. And then the next day I'll have it. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Like, so that's, no, that's what I may do. It's not you real. Know, Brian, I really want to have you over, not just to steal Berman County from you, but like I want to do, cause I have a bunch of the revolution stuff. Ooh. I got a can of Thundertaker, which like they sold out the day of. Yeah. Um, and I got a four pack of uh, Maple Death which Ooh, is their new Death Star Cafe yeah. Death variant. Um, and actually, I didn't tell you this. Uh, Icebag John came through for me. 
my uh, my friend really? who really isn't useful for a lot of things, but he lives across the street from Revolution Brewing. Oh, so wow. when they did their last release and they did the the Death Star variants, um, yes. they also had two limited releases where you could buy a um, not a snifter, but what are the forty ounce uh, a crawler, a, a crawler, crawler, yeah. crawler. A crawler of two variants of uh, of Death Star. One was aged for eight months in some kind of barrel and it had notes of this and that. And the other was aged for two years. Mm. I thought that the notes sounded better than the eight month one. So uh, I had him pick one up and I drove into the city and I picked him up and drove him to Rockford. This was Halloween weekend when I introduced my son to my uh, brother, Jason, met him and my parents. And in COVID. Halloween costume. So, but I brought the, but I got that limited edition and you have to eat it. You have to drink it within like 72 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when they're in a crawler like that. But if they do another release and there's another crawler or something, uh, yeah, I would love to have you and maybe one or two bourbon lovers over get heated. I'm working on heating my garage and then we'll have like maybe you can socially distant like the only thing is you'd have to get a line a ride from your wife because you'll be wasted yeah, after yeah. this. This is awkward and I'm not getting invited to this you, live I on the show. Come too. Do, you, um, do you enjoy no, it's fine. Do you and, enjoy and, and beer and stuff? You, what I well hold on. What I want to invitation to come to, to Chicago uh the next two weeks. What I want to do, by the way, is bring my own collection of rare um soda streams mixed with alcohols <laughs> and let you guys have some of those. Wow. So you can, you can give me your fancy beers and I will let you try my collection of, uh, by the way, it's not COVID friendly. We have to share out of the bottle because I'm not bringing cups. Uh, wow. Yeah. Crazy straws. Can we all bring our own crazy straw? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm totally down with the crazy straw, but that's, that's what's coming. If I get invited to that beer party, we have a, so you are in, I literally invited Yeah, he's invited. You. He told I you didn't hear it. I didn't hear any of it. I'm going to show up next two weeks while you're alone with nothing. I'm going to be. And I I'm said, gonna, if you make it out, then I'm going to call up Brian and we're going to have yeah. him meet us out here. I'm going to be sipping my soda stream in your front yard near your garage. And I won't be inside the garage. I'll just be sad outside watching you guys socialize. I'm just, well, I'm going to sit in my car. I'm not getting anywhere near you, okay. you or anybody else. <laughs> there you go. I'll sit in my car. I'll run up to the middle of Cody's driveway, <laughs> leave a snifter of something, run back to my car. <laughs> that's, that's how we do it. Right. 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 Espresso right. machine. Right. Yeah. Right. Laugh. Cool. Well, this so, has been fun. Are you are as we as we get ready to say goodbye? Are you a beer guy, Craig? I I like beer. Um, I think that uh, it it doesn't like me. Okay. <laughs> I think I think sometimes it causes problems. Ah. So uh, I don't drink it as much as I used to. All right, that's probably best. It's a good talk. All right. Well, listen. I think this has been a fruitful show. It has. Mm -hmm. uh, we've laughed. We'll cry I, later. I've cried over that. I almost cried laughing. That. Uh, Craig, I got to tell you, I haven't had I haven't had a genuine hard laugh like that in a long time. You're welcome. Oh, my aunt Judy is on uh, is on the line. Actually, my mom uh, just oh, asked me. Wow. So, oh, my mom, my aunt is uh, correcting me. My mom is 83 years old. Ah. Um, and uh, she says the three of us are a riot. So, thank you. My aunt mom just Judy? asked me if we could say goodnight to her because she's going to give up on the show and go to bed. But well, she said it would be nice. Too, but yes, by all means. Yeah. Good night, mom. Good night, Mrs. Uh, Collins. Craig, mom. <laughs> Craig, Cody. you have a mom? I didn't I know about you. I've never told you about it. I've never asked and had you try to ask if I had a mom. That's I why know. I don't know if any. We were just born pod people. I'm we're still not going to ask. the earth. I don't care if you have moms. Well, no, I'm I, I do. That's obvious. Well, that, that's painfully <laughs> obvious. 
Uh, well, good night. Good night to Craig's mom, who we yep. didn't know existed because he doesn't care if we have moms. <laughs> we we care about you, though, Mrs. Collins. Uh -huh. We care mm -hmm. that you are a mom. Well, yep. I do. I don't know if Cody does. Cody cares about nothing. He still hasn't said good night to her, so this is getting very awkward. This is awkward. Yeah. I didn't know she existed. I didn't know anyone existed. I didn't know you okay. had a family. It's fine. Don't say goodnight to my mom. That's fine. It's a weird, it's a weird if you don't know, even if you don't know she's there, say goodnight. Just it's a weird hill to die on. I'm saying goodnight. Okay, Stay thank you. Tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Why there would you, you think his mom has bed bugs? I don't out of a pot like her son. I'm not saying she has them. I'm just saying that they shouldn't bite if there are any oh. anywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would say if you have bed bugs, uh, talk to your big successful radio bunker son, have him get you a mattress. <laughs> it's time to upgrade a little bit. Uh huh. Speaking of which, I have Chad Benson shows coming up later on in November. We'll talk about them on another quarantine cast. We'll talk about them all. Uh, Roger yeah. says good night to your mom as well. Thank you, uh, Roger. We will say good night to everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, as always, thanks for all the nice comments. And uh, tell people, tell you know, tell people we're here every Wednesday night. We're having fun. We're uh, you know, it's a nice respite from all the other garbage that's happening in the world. So mm -hmm. we are happy to connect with you. We're uh, we're grateful that you're watching. Cody, thank you. Craig, thank you. Me, God, thank me for <laughs> for once. A thank you for me. Thank, thank you, Brian. Brian. <laughs> that was the most disingenuous Dad. gratitude I've ever heard, but I'll take it because I'm that thirsty. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Good night. Bye.